The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofa. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson, returning guest Charlie Clawson, but this is a very exciting night for her. Uh, Jen Kirkman is <laughs> here. You. Well, not because you're here, I mean. No, no, no. But I was, I was like, why is it exciting? I was like, propped my elbow right, up you to finished, listen because you finished your job. Yeah, I just had my last day of work. Last that I day didn't of work know was going to be my last day. Yeah, that's weird. I, so explain that for a start because well, you were going to come over tomorrow night because yeah. tomorrow was officially your last day of work. Yeah, I. Uh, Which even by itself, I was a little bit like, I was like. Is that what you should be doing on your last day of work? Shouldn't oh. you be having like? Shouldn't they be having some big party for you or like? We already did. We do that every night. Right. So, I, <laughs> so I basically. That's like when people argue against International Women's Day. You know, when you hear people like, "When's International Men's Day?" Like it's every day. The other three hundred sixty-four <laughs> days, and probably to be honest, even on International Women's Day. Yeah, well, it's probably I, also that day. Oh, that's when they get the men's rights group. Yeah, that's the most. <laughs> they're really, you know, they're right. marching. No, I uh, am hungover because I we did have some drinks yesterday and then I went and hung with you know some people from the show but we do that well I don't want to say a lot but it's been a lot as we wind down we've right. been saying goodbye for a month and then you've been on a farewell tour I've been on a farewell tour at yeah. work and it's like well what are you doing right now let's go have a drink after work and so it's everyone was like dead today and really really hungover and on Friday nights I wouldn't go out with people from work because there's people I work with two kinds of people okay single guys who uh-huh. are trying to get laid Sure. And dads. Right. So the dads on a Friday night cannot go out drinking with people from work. No. And the guys who want to get laid are not going to hang out with Jen, their friend from work. Why? <laughs> like, because I'm, well, I'm not going to be. See, I don't understand that though, because wouldn't you be, if nothing else, and I'm not in any like way. Like a wingman? Yeah. No, I'm no fun. Because I was about to say. No. Well, you seem fun, Jen. I am fun, <laughs> but, but when I'm in a very like intimate friendship with, say, a coworker, like uh-huh. we're we're like family. Sure. I want. I don't mean I want all the attention, but I want us to be focused in having a deep conversation. There's no going out right. and meeting. People. So if some girl comes up, you're going to be like, "You ruined Christmas." <laughs> well, no, you know what? Okay, I'm not explaining it well. I wouldn't mind if that happened. Yeah. I'd probably step aside. But the types because I think having a girl in the group doesn't that. Attract other girls, but it, now you're talking about location because when I say to my guy friends at work, "Let's go have a drink," it's usually "Let's go to this place near where we all live that nobody's ever at" because it's this like bar that's not really a great restaurant, right. so it's not a place people go to drink. Yeah, um, I, I don't and they're know. like, "Oh, they're yeah, like, no I, I don't want to have there. sex with a 75 year old Mexican woman who right. <laughs> works in the kitchen." <laughs> right. <laughs> So we'll go to this place if they want right. to. And then they spend the time on the phone meeting up with the girls later. Right. Um, the places you would have to go to meet women, I don't like to hang out at, I call like anywhere that has what I call air raid signal music. That's just like, uh, 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 like I just don't want to hear club music or anything. Right. So 
It's kind of one of those things. So on Friday nights. Oh, hang on. Old woman Kirkman's here. <laughs> that's what they call me. They call me grandma. Or, right. Because we went to, we've, we go on trips together and we've gone to Mexico a bunch. And I'm always like, what is wrong with the resort? We're here. There's alcohol. Okay. And there's a like, buffet, guys. <laughs> there's like, a buffet. They're like, let's go into town. I'm like, into, what's in town? They're like, clubs. There's a buffet. Is <laughs> a two for one coupon at five. Hot and cold. <laughs> So yeah, I'm no fun, but here's what I will say about myself. Uh-huh. A couple of the times that I've gone out with the people from work who are spending the first hour or so on the phone making plans, oh, will I meet up with this girl or that? It doesn't end up happening. We have so much fun, we'll close the place down. Right. And then it's like, oh yeah, we have real friendships and we can do that. So, But anyway, we do that all the time. Well, that's part of the reason though. See, that's part of your problem. What? That's where you're going wrong. Is that you, it's not that you're not fun, it's that you're too much fun. That's well, why they don't yeah. invite you out because they're like, well, if she comes out, then we're hanging out all night. Whereas if you were just enough fun, yeah. like if you were two or three hours of fun, yeah. but then left yeah. so that they could go and hook up with these girls, you'd be the perfect person to take out. I think you might be right. I'm yeah. going to start taking that as a badge of right. honor. Just well, like take a knee at a certain time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like no, get, once you just get say me like out. I I just want you know you guys to tag me until eleven and then yeah you're your own business. I'm classic just one drink. Now I cannot go out for months and be completely sober. Sure. But if it's if if I'm going out, I'm like yeah just one. I'll meet you guys for one. Right. I'll skip my Pilates class and then boom one a.m. Everyone's like singing you know. Okay sure. But anyway, so the point of this is it's my last day at work, not anyone else's. So. They they still have to go back in next week for a couple of days, and there's one big last Chelsea Lately, that's where I work, Chelsea Lately show, which is a one-hour live thing. That's where you worked. That's where I worked. Uh, so they have a party right after that, and then uh-huh. the next night, a huge party that would be, it's going to be at this hotel in Santa Monica. So I there's already two parties Monday and Tuesday next right. week. So they're like, we have to rest up and but I'm you're like, already out of here too by then aren't you yeah because you can't go to those parties no you're monday out on i'm monday. going to sweden so i did the thing of we heard the show was ending in august and yep. i thought no fucking way is it going to go to the last week then i just know it won't and i got this opportunity to do this festival in sweden right and i was like i have to take it it's the future and i was like you, you might know, meet a local swedish like celebrity like Stefan Edberg. I don't know who that is. Stefan Edberg, the former champion tennis player. Stefan Edberg. Oh, I'm, I'm, I think he I don't was know Swedish. The Swedish chef from the Muppets. I might meet him. I'm actually going to. I don't even know who him. any other famous Swedish people are. Abba? Are Abba There's Swedish? There's a Swedish famous guy on one of my favorite reality shows called Million Dollar Listing New York. He's a real estate agent. Oh, right. Uh, but he's not there. He's in New York. I'm going to Google famous Swedish people because I just want to know. But it, and exciting. I turned 40 when I'm over there. Right. So I'm taking a little side trip to Stockholm by myself because I have, ironically, my the day I off I have at the festival is my birthday. So I'm going to just wander around. What's the time zone difference between Sweden and America? Will it actually technically be your birthday or will you be having a Swedish birthday and then an American birthday? I think it's like pretty much similar to London time. I think it's nine hours ahead of Los Angeles right. time. And- Same day. Because on my Facebook, I have issues oh. with, like, because when no, American yeah. birthdays come up, because oh, yeah, my Facebook tells ahead. me, yeah, we're way ahead. Yeah, we're like a whole, a whole day, day. ahead. Yeah. And so, I, like, my Facebook would be like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. Mm-hmm. But then by the next day, it, Facebook's moved on. It's yeah. not reminding me that in America, <laughs> it's their birthday that day. Right, right. So a lot of people get Australian birthday wishes from me. Oh, that's sweet. I'm just like, you know what? It's your Australian birthday. I'm going to go through some uh, famous Swedish people uh, for people playing along at home. And uh, what I'm going to tell you is, I do, oh, Avicii? 
Avicii? Yeah, Avicii. You know, the um, he's like a DJ. You'll see a lot of posters of Avicii oh, like on the strip, for, like when he's playing one of those $500,000 a day parties in Vegas. So he plays that music. I yeah. hate yeah. that. He, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's his big hit. Yeah. Yeah, people love that. <laughs> that's made him millions. That's all. That exact one. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård from oh, sure. True Blood. And you know, my friend was on that show. Who? And he, uh, my friend Michael McMillan. He played a gay vampire like... That doesn't uh, sound like True Blood. No, he, <laughs> he was like an evangelical preacher who ended up oh, being gay and okay. a vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so, that guy. So Alexander, I probably shouldn't be telling his stories, but Alexander is like his Chelsea. Like Alexander has taken him on trips... Oh, so Alexander took them all to Sweden one time. Like, here's my hometown. Oh my God! So he was like uh, Alexander's turtle. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, his little entourage. So I'm trying to get Michael to give me numbers of guys he knows in Sweden. <laughs> right. I think he's like, I can't. I mean, come on. Well, there's like, one guy. On. There's one guy in particular that I could see as the future Mr. Jen Kirkman. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I met him a month ago. Oh, really? I didn't know he was Swedish. And did you feel like it, there was a spark? No, he was being weird, and I, we passed each other in the right. elevator. He came to do a sketch on Chelsea for one second, and he took really? it. Really? Dolph Lundgren. super seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friend was playing an FBI agent, and he hadn't shaved that day. And he goes, you think an FBI agent wouldn't be clean-shaved? And he's like, oh, I mean, yeah. it's just a comedy like sketch. Dolph, no, no, Dolph's he was really into... Very, he had yep. one line, and yep. he was like methoding it up. I'm a, he's a method actor. I'm going to look yeah. up some Dolph Lundgren <laughs> films, and I'm going to tell I you what the... I think he's tr- a little old for me. No, I mean, I know I'm turning 40, and it's like... He's like 56, Jen. It's... Like is he, he really? you couldn't, yeah, he couldn't get oh around. Oh my God, that is age appropriate. He's 56 years old. And I have to it's go. fine. You could go with a 56 year old. Well, I have to. It's the law in LA. Right. I can't go out with anyone my age or younger. That's absolutely true. They're going to be with someone 20. Yeah, he's the right age so for you. He's perfect. Uh, Dolph oh Lundgren, God. born Hans Lundgren, changed his name to Dolph, trying to get some sweet Hitler cash in. Uh, he's a Swedish actor, director, and martial artist. Oh. I love that they've called him an actor and a director, but, you know, bless. Uh, he belongs <laughs> to a generation of film actors who epitomize the action hero stereotype. Are you into an action guy? Could you go for an action guy? I, like, you know, like, imagine, like, let's just imagine, because like, we, we don't know what Dolph's situation is. Yeah, yeah. But imagine you're in Sweden uh-huh. and, like, you run into, like, he comes down to the club. Like, Dolph's just back in Sweden. He uh-huh. comes and sees the show. And he's uh-huh. like, oh, my God, we met, like, like a month and a half ago on Chelsea Lately, right? Okay. You know, I did that sketch. And you're like, yeah. And you say something that you don't even believe. But you're like, oh, well, I'm away from home. I'm nearly 40. Right. I'm going to flirt with Dolph Lundgren. And you go, <laughs> you're going to be like, hey, can you believe uh, that guy thought that a FBI agent would have a, oh. <laughs> like, I mean, right? Totally. I heard you, Dolph. I was with you, man. Immediately right. bonding over. Bonding with him, yeah. right? So um, he received a degree in chemistry. Oh, there you go. He's got a chemistry degree. Okay. So he's not just a martial no, artist, smart. director, and actor. He could make a, a perfume or something for me, maybe. Sure. Or meth. Oh, no. He <laughs> could, yeah. Jen. Jen, this is what he, he comes and sees your show. And at the end of the show, this is, <laughs> this is, this is how it works. You come over, you have that little moment, you have that little flirtation. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I hope this is not weird. But I've made you something. <laughs> and he produces from his pocket a perfume that he has made <laughs> that is based on you and your essence. I would love that. He goes, actually. I enjoyed the show so much, I was inspired to make a new perfume. And when did he make it? During the show. Oh, during the show. Yeah, just with the ingredients he had there. Like maybe he has like a... Well, he, has, he always carries around some basic perfume. A little perfume. backpack full of... 
stuff. Oh, well, I mean, just general, like like a travel pack. Sure, sure, Not sure. like like travel scrabble or like, you know, just like a nail file. But or... it's an original scent. Right. He's not just phoning it in. Oh, right? no, he's made it out of stuff that he got at the comedy club. <laughs> oh, like he's great. combined like a candle and like chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, <laughs> like a two drink minimum, there's at least two types of alcohol of in there. All, first of all, right. it's a theater I'm performing oh, okay. in. Thank you. All right. All not right. a comedy okay. club. Whatever. I'm not saying it's going to be full. Right. But it's like the Schlenkenstein theater. Okay. So something like that. I appreciate it. Well, all right. So now. So he's taking <laughs> things through the theater. So it's a little more sophisticated. Right. Maybe. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what the Swedes are into again. Like, I wish I knew anything about Sweden. I don't even know if anyone there knows me or... I know they all speak English. Right. Well, let's... But I don't know what the hell to expect. Well, you know what? After this podcast, if nothing else, you're going to know a lot more about Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) And that can... Maybe that can be the way you bond with them. I just... The only sad part is... He's living in Los Angeles, I'm assuming. Yeah, but he might go back there to visit. You think he might go to Sweden for the... Right. The end of summer? What? Dolph's so busy he can't (laughs) go back to Sweden for a trip? That's true. He uh, might he, not be able to afford it. He received a degree in chemistry from Washington State University in 1976. A degree... I was two. He's got a double degree, by the way. Uh-huh. Dolph Lundgren, in case anyone was writing him off. Uh, a degree in chemical engineering from the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm in oh. the in early 1980s. So maybe he's just back... He to do like to the early 1980s. Maybe so he's going to speak at the you know uh, what? college's... The 30-year anniversary. Yeah, and he was there. He finished in 84... He's come back as a guest speaker. Oh my god! To talk, right? And it's the the new, you know, the freshmen are coming in. Right. It's, it's uh, the begin first week of college, I imagine, end of August, and he's going to give a big, inspiring speech. Right. The university's going to end up blowing off because he's blowing you off. We're no, we're going to fall in love, <laughs> and I'm going to fly to Stockholm to spend my birthday there because I'm uh, going to be in this other town. Sure. So I have to fly to Stockholm. Oh, for my okay, birthday. yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. he's going to be like, "Well, I can't leave you on your birthday." But I have to speak, and I'll be like, "Don't worry, just go. I'll be, by, I'll be fine, and I'll sit by myself at a wine bar." And then he'll come in and be like, "I couldn't do it," and then I'll be like, "You're freaking me out. I'm just just met you." Right. And then I'll probably run away. No, Bye. no, he'll go. I couldn't do that speech, but I've written a new one. And then he'll write a speech about you. As long as he plugs my gig on the thirtieth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He'll give. He'll give a plug. I need plugs. Yeah. No, I know. He'll be massive. He'll be tweeting about it. <laughs> All sorts of things. Oh, hang on. He's got a third degree. He's got a... Tri- All right, wait, can I guess what it is? Is somebody making this up? Is it a different than chemistry? Well, so his first... It's a part of chemistry? Oh, no, no, hang on. It's like, so he's got... you. It's it's in the same area. Okay. He's got a degree in chemistry from Washington okay. State University. Then he's got a degree in chemical engineering. Then he's got a master's degree in chemical engineering. Got it. From the University of Sydney in Sydney, Australia. That's just down the road from my house. Oh, my God. Maybe he's going to come for you then. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Is he straight or gay? Do we even know? Oh, let's find out. What well, if I say to him, I know you... <laughs> I can't even say it as a joke. It's so right. disgusting. No, say it. <clears throat> I know you have a degree in chemistry. Yeah. I don't know. And then say something. <laughs> say it. I can't think of anything. Say it. Just, I can't think oh, of anything. You can't think like of anything? Something about my chemistry with him. Oh, uh, right. Oh. But like, I know a kind I of think, chemistry that you don't need. Uh, I think, also, like, you know what? I'd like to study our chemistry, Dolph. Yeah, that's right. Hans, yeah. And I think, I think we have <laughs> yeah. a doctorate in chemistry, <laughs> wink. <laughs> that's you know, good. that sort of thing, right? And I call him Hans, like, just to let him know that I know. Like oh, he can, right. He can that, drop the Hollywood name right. with me. Yeah, you and, can call me Hans. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I'm, all, I'm on the inside now. But beware, on this date, I'm all Hans. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Would you like to give me a Hans job? <laughs> I hope and he then we can get, and then we can get Dolph in, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, uh, let's find out more about him. I'm fascinated now. Lundgren holds a oh. rank. Oh. Wait, I bet he's from the town I'm going to. L U N D is where I'm performing. Lund. Oh, I bet it's like the Grens of the Lund Grens of Lund or something. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, maybe he's got family there. Maybe he's at home visiting his family and he's like, fuck my family. I'm fucking Hans fucking Lundgren. I'm looking like, at this, you know, time out, uh, Sweden right. magazine and I'm going to go check out this show. Right. I'm looking theater. at Lund weekly. <laughs> <laughs> check some local listings. By the way, I got corrected by someone very angry in Sweden. When I said Lund, on my oh. podcast, it's Lund. But I'm like, but that's not my accent. So, he might, he might be Dolph Lundgren as well, by the way. Exactly, yeah. I apologize to anybody who's, who thinks People that I'm... People need gonna... to calm down. It's, I'm not going to walk around going, Melbourne. That's not how I, you know, I feel stupid adjust, appropriating someone else's accent. One of my favorites at the moment is, uh, do you know who Curtis Stone is? No. Curtis really Stone is an Australian TV chef. He's now the host of the Top Chef series of programs oh, here okay. in America. Got it. And he's like a bit of a hunk. Right. And he's like, he's a good chef as well. Like, he's got a cool restaurant here in LA. And but like, but you know, he's like a TV celebrity chef. Yeah. And he uh, hosts a, a show at the moment called Top Chef Jules, as we would say, because the the word is spelled D U E L S. Oh, how would Jules, you say? It? But you, yeah. s- you sound yeah. a little right. Like you say Jules. it like there's two O's in the middle of it. Jules. You say yeah, it like yeah, it's yeah. D O O L S. And you're saying Jules. Jules, because it's got a U and an E. Right. And that's how you should Jules. pronounce it. So, okay. <laughs> and that's how he would say it and yeah. would have said it all his life. But now he's hosting an American TV show. So he needs to say. Duels. Right. So and he goes he? on, but he's over saying it. Oh, so he's like, and I've to got top a friend. Duels. Yeah. And I've got a friend called Scott Dooley who's done this podcast before, whose nickname uh-huh. is Duels. And every time he opens the show, it's like he's sending a personal shout out to Duels. <laughs> it's like, welcome That's to awesome. Top Chef, Duels. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Come on, Duels. Uh, anyway. All right, anyway. So, all right. Uh, Hans okay. Lundgren. L- uh, yeah, Lundgren holds a rank of third Dan Black Belt in karate. And it was a European champion in karate in 80 and 81. Hmm. How about that? It's kind of cool. While in Sydney, you know what? He's been close to celebrity as well, Jen. We're about to find out something exciting about uh, Dolph Hans Dolph Lundgren. While in Sydney, and I love that this has come back to Sydney, by the way. This is great. He became a bodyguard for Jamaican singer Grace Jones. What? Yeah. That's a trippy life he was grace jones's bodyguard There's no way they didn't sleep together right wasn't she with mick jagger i'd like to tell you the, the rest of this sentence jen psychic kirkman <laughs> and became began a relationship with her they Get all out. do they all do it's like heidi klum and her bodyguard and uh later the movie the bodyguard was based on this rela- on Shut that, up. No. <laughs> i was like eh. That would be mind blowing, but it kind of is, right? I think so. It's I your never action saw that bodyguard movie. and Grace, like I mean, Grace Jones is your Whitney Houston. So he of could the... work security at my shows as well, right? I mean, I don't think maybe that's is... where like it, the spark comes. Like, there's some trouble. Somebody doesn't like the way that you pronounce Lund, <laughs> and he steps in to like sort out the trouble with his fucking karate. So karate is <laughs> someone for you. But he, I don't know. He whips, him. This is it at the end of the show. He whips you up some perfume, 
and then fucking someone comes over with an issue about something that you've said and he fucking karate's them <laughs> to kiss them to fucking third black belt Dan oh fucking God. karate. Do you remember I told you that that palm reader said to me, oh, yeah. this is going to be a Clint Eastwood man with the heart oh of a woman God. coming oh for God. me in six months though. This is too early. No, you said in the, but maybe it was in the next six months. He's like within the yeah. next six months. Sure, you're Come trying on, Jen. to. You're trying like to you're make it work. You're not really looking for complete specifics from a fortune teller, are you? If it happened in the next six months, that would work, right? Oh, yeah. no. Uh, well, like, I sorry. feel like um... <laughs> that's like that's like me saying I went to an osteopath and someone's went. Uh, it was a physiotherapist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Whatever. But um, yeah. So maybe that's him because he sure fits the bill of kind of a badass who. Makes right. perfume. But he's smart and he's bad. He makes perfume. He knows karate. He's living I mean, in Sydney. I hate the part of the story where I've seen him up close recently and I didn't enjoy it. But maybe that'll all fall away. Right. You know, that'll be our backstory. Maybe he like, looks I different in Sweden him. as well. <laughs> like he's like a two-face. You know, like the sunlight or the he complexion or whatever. Just Sweden. <laughs> right? But you know what that's like. You go to different countries and people are differently attractive. Like I travel around a lot and like you go to different like places and right. people appreciate a different style or aesthetic or okay, like, you know, sense. and so maybe in Sweden, like he, he is, just, his face seems different. Right. I mean, sure. I'll, I'll go along with that. Okay. So let's find So what happened? Why did him oh, and Grace Jones What I love about the fact, by the way, that he was in Sydney was just how small the world it is. Mm-hmm. When you think about the world being so infinite. Yeah. Like, and it, of course it is. But there's this song that's everywhere at the moment in America by a band called the Ex Ambassadors. And, okay. And it's like this, it's in ads and it's all over the radio. And I was like, man, who is this? Like, why is this suddenly such a big band? Yeah. So I thought I'm going to Google them. I'm going to see what's going on with these young people and their music. <laughs> and anyway, it turns out like when I first came over here to America, I hired this place in the Hollywood Hills. Amy and I came over uh-huh. and we like came over for, for a month and we hired this place and we became friendly with it. was like a Craigslist or whatever thing. Got and it, so got we it. became friendly with the people who actually owned the place. And then we had this night with them. And like it turned out that he, like he was a Hollywood like publicist, but they were just great people. They were really yeah. great great people and he was telling us that these his sons were in this band and we were like oh blah 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 anyway it's this band oh my, it's, it's this band that's just like massive now that's was crazy this, right it's just it's a yeah, fucking small world it really anyway, is right okay let's move on i'm learning that okay so um they moved together to new york city oh my god you're about to move to new york city this is all coming together this is like perfect. I hope he still has a place there. Then I can ditch the one I'm renting. Well, at least there's like, oh, oh, that's that's what he says. You start talking about the fact that you're about to move to New York. He's like, oh my God, my place is free. Like I'm here in Sweden at the moment looking after my mother. I'll be in New York in six months, which is. Oh yeah, I'm going to be there in like five months. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, oh my now God, this, this timeline sense. is perfect. <laughs> this is adding right? up. <laughs> he goes, oh, he says, you can have the place for like, <clears throat> you know what? You can have it for six months. Mm-hmm. I am going to be in and out for the last month of that. If that's it's in the East Village, right on Clint Street. Right, I'm like okay, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's on Clint Street. <laughs> but the sign, somebody has really amusingly joined the L and the I together, so it actually looks oh, like Clint Street. It's oh, very, thought, very funny. I was going to say Clint very... Street because <laughs> I can't think in pictures. Right. Uh, okay. Here we go. Let's uh, let's find out some more about him. They moved together to New York City, where after a short stint as a model and bouncer at the Manhattan nightclub, The Limelight. That's oh a very God. famous club. Yeah. He was a bouncer there. He, 
Wait, and a model? And or a model. she was the model? No, no. He was a model and a bouncer. He was a model at yeah. one point? A model. Okay, he I used love to be models. a model. I love anyone who can walk a runway and stuff. Right. And he can karate chop someone at the end. <laughs> like, he's the ultimate man. He, he probably made, Nobody the, saw he probably made the perfume he's modeling. I don't know why they're modeling a perfume on a catwalk, by the way. <laughs> you but just sit there and you let it walk <laughs> As he just goes wide, people are like, oh my God, this is the best ever. <laughs> it's the best show we've ever been to. Um, oh, okay. Okay, so he, what a life. Uh, Jones got him a small debut role. Oh, so she's got him his first gig. So he doesn't mind a powerful woman. This is another thing, because this yeah. is a theme that has come up with you. Just this week, yeah, on the internet. Oh, did you read my blog? I, I read your blog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized that my friends have been saying insulting things to me, and it. I just lost it the other day on my friend. When, okay, when, I'm really interested in yeah. this, and let's we pause for a moment. No, yeah. let's pause for a moment for Dolph because Dolph will be here. Mm. Um, while we're here, let's talk about this because yeah. it's an interesting topic to me. It's a conversation that I've been having a lot recently on the podcast uh, about the idea of listening, like of listening to. It's clear at the moment uh-huh. that women are using the internet in particular uh-huh. to say, hey, here's a range of things that we as half of the population yeah. aren't happy about, right? right? And as a man, as particularly as a white man, mm-hmm. like I think my job in this period yeah. is just to fucking listen, right? In the same way as my job is in like what's happening in America with the race stuff is to listen. But I think when it's race or when it's like gay rights or when it's like that sort of thing, we get that that's something that we need to listen to because that's an ignored minority that like – but I think the thing about the feminism or women's rights or whatever period of time that we're clearly going through at the moment where that's bubbling away at the top is if we admit – if we listen – yeah. And we admit that what we're hearing is probably right. Like we're still at a time. Yeah, it's like almost I, like the global warming like, argument. Just say it's right. right. Let's just say it's right. Yeah. Let's just say that all these women aren't crazy at the same time. Right. Like I know that I normally period didn't all sync up. I, yeah. I know I normally respect the opinions of all these women. And I think they're smart, sensible people. And I know they're all saying the same thing. Yeah. So let's, even if it is the craziest thing in the world, right. we let's all lost just our minds. for a second... Have a fucking listen to what they're saying and it's confronting. Yeah. And the reason that I think it's so confronting as a man and why so, so many men immediately react with that to, to argue against it or yeah. to try to tell you that you're wrong about your own experiences. Yeah. I'm Like I'm 40, Jen. Like I'm 40 and I'm only really – like I'm, I don't think I've ever been a terrible person. I'm sure you haven't. But yeah. I'm 40 and I'm just, we're just at a point. Mm-hmm. Like women have been half or more of the population like forever. Yeah. Like for ages, forever. And yet we are now, like almost after we're having the gay rights conversation. Almost, almost. after we're last. having we the- We had a black president before a female. Right. And, and this country hates black people. I mean, right. I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm actually really serious. Like I'm not trying to say women have it harder or people hate women more. I'm no. just saying like- it's, it's a conversation that's coming last. Uh, now, here's my quick opinion on that. I think the internet is, a, is um, often thought of as this fake world. You know, um, it's fantasy a lot of times. You can right. do f- fantasy things on the internet. You can sure. have friendships that aren't really, never met the person. But it's still a real world. We all still go to the internet the way we go down the street. Of course. And I think the internet was the last public forum for women where we had to so let's say I'm walking down the street, I get catcalled, I get this. I'm like, we finally, you know, 
people know it's a thing. Women get street harassed or they carry mace. The internet was a brand new land for us and we all landed on it and men did the same thing again. They dominated it and we were relegated to being hit on, shamed, shut up, fuck you, you're crazy, shut up, blah, blah, blah. And then, then we're told, no, 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 those are just trolls in a basement. And it's like, no, 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 they're not because we get talked to like this in real life too. So right. we know they're also real people. Yeah, they're um, also trolls on the street. Yeah, so They're trolls gone wild. So, <laughs> so now we're... The reason it might seem like shit is this all just happening now. I think it's just because it's we're happening on the internet. We're starting to take control and go. No, no, no. We also need to be treated with respect on the internet. But we're using the internet, right. like you said, to get our points across. But also it's, because, it's in the same way as we're using the internet now, yeah. we can talk about things on this podcast, not just this topic, any topic. Right. Where in like in the old days, if you're on a radio show or whatever, they wouldn't let you talk about those things. No, and it's certainly not for as right. detailed and long. And as if we can. look at the like, let's again, let's just assume, and like, because mm-hmm. uh, I understand that all these issues are much more complex than anyone making a blanket statement about these right. things, right? And even but, I don't fully understand all of it. Well, I mean, I think the first thing that we could all acknowledge is that no one fucking does. Right. Like so I'm should- still learning things. Like, oh, that's bad. I I do this thing. Like it's so weird. Yeah. To, yeah and. The thing that we have to kind of do a little bit more of is listen to people about what they're saying their experience is rather than telling them why they're wrong that that's their experience. Even if you listen and don't end up doing anything about it or even agreeing, at least you've listened. Just listen. But I also think with the women's stuff, I I like that men are listening, but I also would say for people like you who are smart and thoughtful, then please talk to us about it after you've listened because we like to hear. We don't like to hear nothing out there except our own voices. Well, that's. I mean, that's part of the reason that this conversation or a version of this conversation has come up in probably the last 20 podcasts, probably to the point where there's some people out there who are just like, fucking stop talking about no, this. No, I like but it I'm when not I gonna... hear you talking to the ladies about right. that stuff. But I'm... The ladies. But I'm going to... But I had a conversation with Daniel Sloss about it the other day as well mm-hmm. because I think it's important as men we talk about this as well. On you know? your own as well, right. right. The way that I would sit with a woman and talk about gay rights or... Right. It shouldn't be just a thing race. that... That was the reason in the past I don't do as much like uh, gay rights material anymore because luckily in a lot of places they already have gay rights. Yeah, a lot of my material doesn't fly anymore because I'm just performing for a bunch I'm of like, very why can I? Couples, I'm, I'm going like, to write oh, this shit for like fucking Australia where yeah. like it's still a civil rights issue and then I go to Montreal where they've had it for a decade and yeah. they're like, stop doing boring hack material about shit we're it bored about. Hacky, yeah. Right. yeah, I know it's the worst. That just happened to me somewhere where I didn't realize there were gay rights and I was like, someone literally stopped me like, we can get married here. I was like, okay, but oh, what yeah. if you couldn't? <laughs> now, right. now it's funny, right? <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? I forget where I was. No, no, but that makes sense. Yeah. Like I was glad that it was hacky. But this is the thing that is interesting to me about this uh, this period we're in at the moment mm-hmm. is I think probably, you know, in the grand scheme of like, you know, the worst things that men do. Right. Like I'm probably at least safely up the other end of that. I'm oh, not saying yeah. like, you know, but even I at 40 years old – and learning things and acknowledging things about the language I've used or the things that I've said or right. even not the things that I've said, maybe the things that I've just let fly when other people have said them sure. or not thought about the situations that women have to be in. or Like, you know, just there's a, a, a myriad of those things yeah. that even I have been challenged by. Now, I think the reason that people instinctively like have a problem with that and react to it is it's pretty hard to go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like for 40 years, I've just lived my life in this fucking bubble, not really ever going. Like if someone came up to me and said, oh, yeah, by the way, just forever, black people are going to get paid like a whole bunch less than white people for doing the exact same work. Yeah. I'd be, I, that, I'd be marching in the street about that shit. Totally. But because women 
Uh-huh. Who are half of the fucking population are in that same situation. It, we just go, oh yeah, well that's what it's just like normal. That's what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's like that thing. I think the reason we're hearing a lot about it now is, is that thing of like in the old days the media was all controlled by white men. Like you know, right. so women didn't have a like the women that they put in those situations. There'd be women on radio shows, but they'd be the girls giggling at the guys going. Ah. And then, like, then they become like, oh, we'll just act like men. It's like, no, right. that's not the answer either. Where no. you're suddenly like Stephanie, the fart lady, and she's like, hey, ladies, like you don't want to, like right. it's okay to be also be a woman too. So this all got came from you wrote a blog, right, about getting sick of people saying one particular thing to you, yes. which was what, which was uh, when I'm like, I can't believe you know this guy doesn't like me. They're like, oh, men are intimidated by you. And I'm, and I, I mean, people have said it to me. It's funny, like, and I, I was, I was hesitant to write it because I didn't want it to come off like, oh, I'm, I'm single and desperate. It wasn't that. It was just a few things have happened this year where I realized I kept hearing that over and over. And <clears throat> there's never, you know, I think most people probably haven't been as lucky as I have with all the fun I've gotten to have in the last few years since I was, you know, divorced. So I'm not right. like, Ugh. but. Non-stop cock. That's what you're saying, cock. right? NSC. Just, just non-stop. Not, just. Some, two at a time. I had, didn't have enough hands, right. you know. But there, I did have, I do have two guy friends, or I, I do have a guy friend. And Hang we, on, what happened to the other guy? Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say one of them was a friend with benefits, one was just a friend, so I didn't right. mean to lump them together. But okay. I have one guy friend who, for the past few years, um, we had like a kind of a friends and benefits thing. We don't live in the same city. So when we would see Perfect. each other, right. it would, it would happen. And then we ended up just becoming such good friends that it started to happen over the last year and a half that we would just end up in the same city and just have dinner. Nothing at all would right. happen. And we talk, um, he was always someone who didn't want a relationship and neither did I. And so we would talk honestly about, you know, we wouldn't mention the other people we were seeing or anything, but we would, uh, Acknowledge that that was happening. Right. And it would be a situation where you were able to talk about that because literally what you were doing was... It was like nothing. Yeah. So, but... No, no. I'm sure it wasn't nothing. I'm sure it was like fun and great. It was fun and great, but it was not But the thing is, you can have a a range of relationships. Yeah. Again, this sounds like I'm being lectury about this. Yeah. But I'm very open-minded about that. Over the years, I've had like... Like when it comes to like sex and sexuality, Mm -hmm. like I've had long-term... Like loving, like dedicated relationships. Mm-hmm. I've had one night stands and I've had a bunch of things that are in between those yeah. two things. The thing, the only things that I regret are not like one or the other of those things, are the ones that I wasn't 100% upfront about what it was. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the problem. And look, sometimes it changes. Sometimes you can be upfront with someone, they can be upfront with you, and then somewhere someone in gets the middle, feelings. it gets. And that's going to happen as well. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that we've got to do as adults, I think. Yeah. And maybe I'll change my mind in a couple of years again. But right. But is like try to at least have honest relationships with people with everyone understands what the transaction is. Right. You don't need to. I have friends yeah. that I don't even love. You know what I mean? Like, but I love hanging out with in short doses in that scenario. Right, right, right. Reconcile that you don't have to have the same relationship with everybody. That's a new thing I'm learning. But don't pretend that you're having the same relationship with everybody. I'm learning that in French, in just friendships too. But, but yeah. So this guy and I would have a, a thing. But, but you know, it was one of those things where, um, we both kind of were like, our hearts were for other people. Sure. And then now we just have become platonic friends. Right. 
Um, I just don't. Which even, again is a nice thing. Though. It's wonderful. So now we talk about. Who I think it's really, nice to have like a. Yeah. Like I think it's always very successful. Like you should. Get, if there's ever times in your life where you go, I'm not doing things right. Yeah. If you've had someone that you used to sleep with, who you're now friends with. Give yourself a tiny pat on the back. Yeah, you know that's, I mean? that's hard to do. Yeah. Well, he and I are now friends and, and then we have dinner. We'll talk about people we like and it's not and nothing's weird. But um, he was the first one that, that I remember saying it to me a few months ago. And I, I was like, I just had this like, it was just this nonstop period of insane rejection. Uh-huh. Just insane. Like not even heartbreaking rejection, but just me being like, hey, you want to whatever. And people just being like, no. And I was so like, tell oh. me what sort of guys you were. Was there like was there a certain period you were going through where it was a certain type of guy that was no. was getting that sort of offer? Like you know, what I mean, like mm, you know. Well, no. Well, it's always usually someone in the arts. Let's uh-huh. put it that way. Yeah. It's not like an accountant. Sure. Right? So it's just people like that where I'm like, oh hey, like th- can this happen? And they're like, um. And then I'm like, forget it. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You know, and, and but I had a, a little, like, I think I talked about was I just had like a little fling uh, when um, I was uh, actually when I was in Australia, not with anyone there, but I was having a fling with someone back in America. Uh-huh. And I just found it rude. Like they didn't send an email saying, did you make it to Australia? Okay. Right. I mean, I was on a long flight uh-huh. and I know obviously didn't crash, but just ask me how I'm doing. Sure. You know, it would be great. I mean, particularly in these modern times. Like I'm showing you, you know, <laughs> my pants off. So maybe just right. act like, but it wasn't like, oh, I need to be emotionally involved. Right? No, 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 no. So when but I, I understand. Yeah. Like, so when I saw him again, I just said, you know, as long as we're doing this. Right. I just feel a little like weird if you don't just ask who I am once in a while, right? I think I talked about this. So, but also, like, I mean, and uh, again, not yeah. to, I mean, I understand, like, we're not, I mean, we've only just met, we met each other, in fact, really officially, even though we kind of met a couple of times before. Like, oh, you we, and me? I'm like, who are you talking about? No, you and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we met, like, basically that time, right? In Melbourne, like, yeah. properly. Like, we yeah. started a friendship at that time, right? right? We talk more often than that. I would have checked how you were going. Oh, totally. I often send you a tweet to go, hey, how, how is like blah, blah, blah. You, you know? Totally <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, so yeah. And it was like, geez, at the very least, if I'm sleeping with someone, even if it means nothing, there is still a friend right. in a way, right? So, You're still alive? Yeah. So, so I can so, stick my penis in you again at some stage? <laughs> maybe he didn't care if I was like, well, so then I, when, I, when I said that to him, he was kind of like, look, maybe you want more right. than I do. And I was like, don't give me that. I'm yeah. not going there. With I'm not. This. I'm just like. I'm just saying like, right. there's, you know, so I said. You but again, what? this goes back to my point again yeah. about this idea. And I'm not saying it's an easy thing to get to. And I'm not saying that I have ever got to it, by the right. way. But it's just something I think about more and more, which is that point of being able to, like both guys and girls, mm-hmm. of you saying, I would like this right? and without him going to, oh, well, clearly that means you want us to get married. Right. Like you can be like, no, 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 no. I'm like literally happy with like how this is. Yeah. I would like these three things. Yeah. If you could make sure that I didn't die on a plane. Yeah. Uh, if you could not call me at two o'clock in the morning to see if you could come around. Right. And if you could like, like whatever it is, yeah. like, you know. I don't Wear know. A nice what a, shoe. I'm right. just kidding. Yeah. But well, I so I wash your underpants. <laughs> I said to him, you know, I said, you know, as as casual as this is, I think I'm going to end it here because I don't want to be the needy person. That's because uh-huh. I know that's not what I'm like, and I sure. think we just don't mesh well with All this. Right. So he goes, uh, okay, and that was it. And I was kind of like, oh, no, like. No, like fighting for it at all. Right. Like no, like oh, I'm disappointed, but okay. So I was telling my friend, I was telling my ex <laughs> right, not even like uh, 
You know, not even like a, you know what? I'm really going to miss boning you. Like, not even that. Right. So I told my friend, my friend. Uh, By the way, I yeah. just love the idea of like him sending you a card a week later with like a hallmark, like I really miss boning yeah, you. Yeah, totally. Like, but I get it. Right, but well, I get it. So yeah, I, but like here's the thing. Even in that situation, yeah. that's like firing someone from a job. You know, it's like those people, like you need your George Clooney, the dude who comes in and like, Up you know. Up in him. Right. Yeah, just let, gives him the but severance. At the best, you should give him a little like, well, you know what? I'm really devastated about this, but at the same time, I get it. Like, I could have, it, it, you know, there was too much, of, like, something nice. Give yeah. him a little, like... Oh, no, I did. Right. No, oh, no, no. I, oh, yeah. I know you did. Oh, I did. What yeah, I'm saying did. in he return yeah, is yeah, the basic did. etiquette is you go, well, I mean, I'm sad that this won't happen anymore, well, but I get it. Well, and that was my point. Was, right? was my point was I was dallying with someone, having a dalliance with someone who didn't have good communication, and that doesn't work for me. Now, the reason he didn't have good communication is just because that's what he's like. He doesn't have good communication. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. So when I went to dinner with my ex-friend with benefits, when I happened to be in his town performing, I was like, oh, you got to hear this. And he goes, he's just intimidated by you. Right. And I go, oh, I didn't, I was just complaining about communication. I go, I don't think he was intimidated by me. He goes, no, No. that's why he let you go. And that's why he wasn't getting in touch with you. He goes, men are afraid of strong women. I go, God, I didn't even think I was that fucking strong. I go, I mean, I guess I am. I go around the country by myself, the world. I go, but well, am I being, so it just kept happening that I would hear that. And so over and over, I, there was a guy I thought was single and I said something to him and I was like, we're like flirting. Right. And he was like, no, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, Oh, and he said to me, oh my God, I never would have dreamed you like me. You're, you're so intimidating. I said, how am I intimidating? We hang out a lot. And we have a lovely time and I'm really nice to you and uh-huh. I've never yelled at you or been like, brah, and we, we kind of do the same, similar things. And so I was like, gee, that was really disappointing. So I'm like, well, who's this girlfriend? Is she just like in a corner, like, you know, like banging her head against the wall? Like, cause she's so uninteresting, whatever. So then I started to believe yep. and it was really dangerous thinking and I snapped myself out of it. This, that's why I wrote this blog is I started to believe that's right. I am too intimidating. Mm-hmm. And the only people who get laid or boyfriends or whatever are these women who are cooking for their husbands who come home from the road on Sunday night. And well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be coming home from the road too. And both our suitcases are going to be trying to get through the door. And if you can't handle that, I started getting all like this. Uh-huh. And what I realize is that subtly pits me against other women. Right. Now there's a competition going on that shouldn't be going on. Uh-huh. And now I'm claiming every woman that is loved is meek and weak. And every right. man that loves her is some loser who's intimidated. Which hopefully, Which none of this and is I probably think is true. Like, well, but be- certainly not all of it is true. No. And I would suggest when you meet people individually, I would say a lot of the time, most of what you're saying is not true. Like, and I get, yeah. <clears throat> and, the thing that I would say, and you know, let's talk more about this, but the thing that I would say is, and I say this to people in relation to their career as well, because mm-hmm. sometimes when people start out in their career, they feel like they need to get every audition or they need to get everything. Mm-hmm. You don't. Or win over every audition. You really don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've literally had two TV jobs in my entire life. Yeah. If you get the right ones... Yeah, you That's what you'll do, yeah. right? Letterman's had one fucking job. Right. Well, two. He was a weatherman and then he was Letterman. <laughs> right, right. right? You know what I mean? Like you don't have to – not everybody has to like you. Like the right people have to like you. Yes. And I think that that also in the world of – for the guy that you're going – like whatever the relation nature of the relationship you have with some guy. Yeah. There are a million guys out there. 
who are going to be into people like you. And yes, of course, there's going to be a bunch of like terrible people who who like would not be into you for yeah. a bunch of reasons. But the, I thought the most interesting thing about it was not even that. Mm-hmm. Was the that thing that you're saying about the phrase, like that when guys say, "Ah, oh, he's just intimidated yeah. by her," because what what the person saying it? Here's what I find my, most interesting about that is: I think the person saying it thinks it's a compliment. That's what I mean. Right? They think it's a compliment. Yeah, but it and plays into this idea it. that somehow men, yeah, like we as men, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. So anytime like some fucking hacky comics up on stage going. Like, man, we're all like this, right? We love... And I'm like, I'm not like that. Yeah. Stop fucking PRing us. Right, like, right. saying that we're all like that. I'm yeah. not like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I think, funnily enough, sometimes men, good men, like people, the sort yeah. of men who say that to you are people who probably love you well, and, and I, think yeah, you're they're, fantastic, they're right? They're not... friends. They're not trying... But it's one of those phrases like, and I just wrote this one down because I saw this like article the other day again about listening... Mm. Smile, love. Yeah. Right? And we've been going through that I for never realized. Oh, you didn't? Okay, that's interesting. That smile, love, what, like, that everything that that came with for women. Like, yeah. I'm not, I've, I mean, I've never said that to someone, but right, I right. have seen it. And I've been in, like, relationships where, like, you know, when someone said smile, love to Amy or, like, to yeah. whatever. And you're like, I don't know why. Why are you so upset? Are you are so upset. Yeah. Now I feel like I, I'm getting a better understanding of that. And but of course, there'll be men that are like, that happens to me too. I'm like, I get it. Right. But also the, the guy who said smile love doesn't understand why the woman's upset. Right. Because he, in his mind, is yeah. like, oh, I'm just saying, like, I'm not. I'm, and I think that with that same expression, with the, yeah. they're intimidated, intimidated by you, they, tr- they think they're saying something nice. Well, it's so funny. Is one of those things where you said you're 40 and you're just realizing certain things. I'm a woman who's also 40 and I'm just realizing things about sexism. So I'm hearing he's intimidated and I'm taking it at face value. Like, I guess that's true. And geez, I guess I'm going to always be punished for being independent. And then I went, yeah, I guess these wallflower women are always going to get the men. And then I went, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I thinking? I believed the compliment Uh until two days ago when I was talking. Now I didn't put this in the blog and I'll say it here because I can explain it better. My friend who I was talking to is black. Uh-huh. So he was, he loves to get at me about how I've never dated a black guy. So he likes to get at me like, cause you're a racist. Kind? Yes, of course. Yeah. Hugely. So he's like, what kind of black guy would you date? Would you date a rapper? I'm like, well, what uh-huh. kind of rapper? I mean, any, like I said, anyone who uses words for a living, I don't want to date the rapper that's like bitches and you know, right. I'm, you know, all that. And he's like, no, 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 you, no, you're more like, what sort of rapper? Like Eminem's a rapper and he's white, right? Right, right. <laughs> And my friend goes, someone socially yeah. conscious, like, like 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 Chuck D or Common. Oh, yeah, okay. I go, okay, I date yeah. them. I date them. Right. And he goes, okay. What about Flavor Flav? Uh, <laughs> I think he's kind of like the most attractive. You'd always know what time it was. Public enemy. <laughs> like, I think he's kind of hot in a weird way. Sure. But I think I probably wouldn't date him. Hey, but, did uh, you hear Jen Kirkman's now Jen, <laughs> Jen Flav? She took his name. She's really, I thought she was She's a got her own clock. She's wearing it on stage. <laughs> we exchange clocks in the ceremony. Good. You're like the Nick Cannon of like. Oh my God. Oh, well, so my friend said that and I, and he, I go, you know, I date this guy. And then I said, but let's be honest, even the most, uh, as a joke, I was like, even a, a, the most hardcore badass rapper, like still won't date a female comedian. And my friend, we, we were laughing because we always sure. talk about that. And so he goes, um, 
well, he goes, he goes, are you still hung up on that? Because I had a thing for a while. People don't date comedians. That was another, I was hung up on that for a while. D- don't date female comedians, yeah. you mean? Yeah. Don't date female comedians. No. Oh, male, please. Everyone dates male comedians. Right. No one dates female. No, no, so, but I mean, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. I think there is something to that. I think there is too. Again, I yeah. want you to continue your mm-hmm. point, but I just want to talk, speak to the, the, the overall... The, the, the thing that I'm in an industry as mm. someone who like genuinely believes that women should make up 50% of the workforce should be paid the exact yeah, same right. amount as men should have the equal right. As I've said on this podcast before, like I want to get to the point where everyone's equal. So can, cunts can be cunts and good people can be good people. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like you know I there are terrible people out there. There are terrible black people. There are terrible Asian people. There are terrible like right. whatever people, right? Right, right, right. Like I want to get to a point where everyone's like at the same point so we can actually start going, oh no, that no, person's no, no. terrible. An and so that, let's yeah. like let's focus on them not, and then we will actually evolve mm-hmm. because the good people will be able to go, no, no, they're the assholes without any of the other, you know, baggage that comes with that. Right, But right. the overall misogyny, the overall like inherent misogyny there. And I Again, I, I say that word. I think that we can talk about it without it being like an us versus them. We're all in this together. Totally. Like most men in the world, like even, you know, like, I mean, whatever the percentage of people who are gay, most men in the world want to share their life with a woman, right? Sure, yeah. Like the, that's, I mean, that's statistically true. Right, right, right. Like I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's statistically right. true. So wouldn't you want the person you're going to spend like or want to spend or desire to spend like your life with to have at least the same amount of rights as you do. Like, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. But again, you live in this world where you start to have thoughts of going, well, they're the women who get the guys. Now, I'm not saying you ever thought in your mind, I should be more like that. No. But there are people... Who would? Who would? Yeah. Mine was and more like I'm at war in my right. head with people. And that's the inherent thing, Which is right? Terrible. Which is the thing also that I live. I work in an industry that is one of the most like skewed towards men industries yeah. there are. Yeah. Like genuinely. Yeah. You know, so it's been one of those things that was really interesting in Edinburgh this year. The not only the majority of good like female shows, but just how many shows by women there were. That's like it's not even that thing anymore of like, you know, he is like it just felt like, all right, in Edinburgh this year, it was almost the first year that I've ever experienced where I just went, no one's even talking about this. It's a great time for women in comedy at the festival. How do you feel about being a woman in comedy? You just have to answer those questions like, that's good to hear. That makes me happy. Well... Beck Hill, yeah. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's an amazing comedian from Australia called Beck yeah, Hill. Yeah, I met know? her over Twitter after finding her on your podcast. Oh, right. And uh, I like her a lot. She's really funny. Yeah, so Beck um, made a, a tweet about that topic and she said uh, uh, she, it was about her being asked by a journalist, mm-hmm. uh, what's it like to be a female comedian? And she said, it's exactly like being a male comedian, except you get asked that question more. Oh, she said that? That was, yeah, her. That's that was amazing. Her. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Right. It's just like, it, yeah, but it's I'm such like, a great I way of... No, I'd never been anything else. Right. Well, anyway, so I was talking to my friend yeah. who's black and he goes, they're intimidated. And I said, I'm not mad at you, but I'm just having an epiphany. I've been believing this and thinking it's a compliment and then feeling bad. I said, what if that's bullshit and what if that's sexist? I'm going to figure out why it's sexist, but right now it's hitting me the wrong way finally. And I said, what if I said to you, um, people are just intimidated by black people and that's why you can't get anyone to date you, like who's not black. And I'm like, would that be racist? I was really asking. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, I 
think so, but it, it, he goes, it wouldn't be racist of you. You might be pointing out a reality right. about race. And I said, okay, so that's a little different then. So you're not pointing out a reality about men because you, you're just making that up. It might not even be true. Because usually when I say stuff like that, most men, unfortunately, they're not, I'm not interested in them, but they'll tweet back to me, I'm not intimidated. Right. And I'm like, yeah, but you say that, but you're the you're the minority. And now I'm like, well, why am I saying that? Maybe well, this yeah. isn't even true. Yeah, I'm not sure it is true. So that's why I wrote that blog. And I, and I like, think part yeah. of the problem is that thing of like, it's like whenever let's just stop I, saying that. But also, even if you're going to say it, you literally add one more word, some. Some. Some men. And the guy that to my face or like, he Or was, say this. Like, if you really want to fucking take a stand, because here's what I would say. Yeah. I would say insecure men are intimidated. Right. By, like, confident women or powerful right. women or, you know, like, whatever. That's what I would say, because that's what I believe to be true. But like, I men who, like- men, men who you'd never want to, this is what I would honestly say to you is, men who you would never want to date right. are intimidated by. But that's not necessarily why this guy was... No, I mean, there could be tens of reasons, but it was also one of those things where it's like, well, I'm not who I am on stage. Like, I'm not going to come into someone's house, like, doing my act and, like, you know, storming around in leather pants, like, listen, I'm eight, you know, like. Maybe that's why you're not getting laid. (laughs) What? That's what people want. Oh, they do. You should start that. You could do a possible or a Kickstarter. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I said to to the one guy that said to my face, I am intimidated by. Uh Well, he's, then he's not for me because he is kind of mousy. And I was like, Oh, that's so disappointing that you actually have chosen to not believe who I am with you, but you've chosen to make up something about me that because I might get in a Twitter fight or right. fly somewhere but, alone that but, I'm like scary. Yeah, but that I'm also, gonna turn on you someday like a dog, you know. That, actually that's an interesting I think that's that's an interesting like I'm a pit bull. Like right. I know you're trained, but you're a pit bull, so I can't trust you fully. But also well now, now I'm making that up again. Like, but you know what? <laughs> But I don't even think, why is there even a problem with that? Like, I see how you tweet. It's not how I would tweet. Like, you react to things that, like, I would be like, oh, come on, Jen. <laughs> like, but, but a lot of but, times I'm fucking right. with people or I'm drunk. But at the same time, like... And then like, I delete but, it. Yeah, but also, but at the same time, like, it's not up to me how you react to things. Like, it's the not literally, up to me either sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but literally the way that I look at those things is right. always like, well, why would I... Like, I wouldn't react that way, but that doesn't mean that's not a legitimate reaction from that person in their situation, whatever that situation True. is. It's probably right? not, though. I do tend to react. Oh, no, no, but I do but too. But I'm not, I'm not literally sitting there, like, I think people picture, like, I'm my head's on fire and I'm pacing. I'm laying in bed like, oh, you fucking twat. You know, right. I'm just writing something. It's still a reaction, though. It doesn't know, matter how People can't I'm read that. There's it. not a font for it. They need a font. I That's what you need to do. I need to start live video cam tweeting so people right. can see I've got the eye shades over yeah. my face. Well, like, You need to vine. Right. You need, need to get everything down to a vine. <laughs> but I think it's one of those things. So anyway, I, so I'm glad you read that. I, it was one of those things where I went, let's just stop saying this to people as though it's a compliment because I know everyone means well and I meant well taking the compliment. I, and then another woman pointed out to me, Yes, it sets up an unnecessary competition between women, between us perceived strong women and those, you know, wallflowers or whatever. Now, are there examples of really powerful men who don't want their match yes, and they want a course. 20-year-old? Myriad we, of examples. We talked about them right no, but, here on but, this podcast. But also, Dave and Lexus. <laughs> but also you can't open a fucking newspaper without seeing that. Right. But it's not everything, but it's prevalent. But it's not meant. I, there I go again. It might not be. It might be 10% of the world. I don't know. 
Right. So who You knows? don't know. So my point is like, everyone stop saying that as a compliment. Yep. Just say, if there's really something wrong with me, then take me aside and say, here's why you've been striking out. You are narcissistic and you're mean or whatever. All but, right. but don't give a blanket statement that based on my job, this is never going to happen. Yes. And I sort of believe it because Joan Rivers told me that too. And I'm like, well, whatever she says is fucking gospel to right. me. Like, I mean, one-on-one, not everything she says on TMZ. But I was going to say. But when she and I act, have talked. She's got some controversial yeah, things. When she and I have talked privately and she's uh-huh. been very vulnerable yeah. and been like, you never fall in love. The men hate us. The, the, the one woman who can't eat salad with her mouth shut. You know, she's very serious and she's heartbroken. She well, wanted a great love and she didn't have one Okay, but here's, Yeah, but here's what I would say about that. And that's like the comedian... Stop hanging out with Joan Rivers. <laughs> no. No, don't <laughs> stop hanging out with Joan Rivers. I'm up for that. The thing that I would say about that is I think that we forget sometimes we have this like idea that sometimes the desire to be loved by everyone... Mm-hmm stops us from being loved by the people who actually want to love us, right? Now, I, I mean that... It sounds that, good, but I don't know what you mean. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it in a work sense first. Mm-hmm. Like, I do... Pretty much everything that I do mm-hmm. has more people who listen to it or watch it or consume it than this podcast does. But I fucking... Like, yeah, I you're adore showing Australia, you mean. the people. Yeah. Got it. Okay, like, so I that's your biggest the people. audience. But you know these much people, everyone listening to this. Right. I don't mean literally. No, no, but like... But you get who they are. These are my cool people. Things like cool these, people. Yeah, cool things for cool people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Like these are my people. This yeah. is my audience, right? Yeah. And just because it's in the tens of thousands rather than the tens of millions, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck all those guys who don't get it and who don't want to be part of it and yeah. would hate these things that we're talking about. I don't care about them. All I care about is mm-hmm. this group of people, mm-hmm. ha- like who get what, who let me be me. Right, right, right. Okay, he, this is how I'm going to re- relate it to a relationship. This audience mm-hmm. lets me be me. Right. And the reason when I will say to somebody, fuck off, it's a free podcast, is whenever they're not letting me be me. When they're trying to say, no, no, you should be more like this, or you should have this guest on more often, or you should not yeah. do this, or, or whatever. I perceive I'm like, you this way, yeah. and you're. You're no, fuck you. Yeah. Love me for who I am. Right. Good, bad, and indifferent. Right. I understand that I have a myriad of faults. Right. The things that you might love are the things that will sh- shit other people, whatever. But just fucking let me be who I right. am. And the good stuff might be, the flip side of the bad stuff might be the good stuff. Right. Your sensitivity, not you, but a person's sensitivity no, no, no. could be whether funny or whatever. So I think so often when it comes to relationships, mm-hmm. we let everyone else infect the bit like we don't you don't need like in a relationship you don't Mm -hmm. need everyone in the world to love you right you need to find someone who lets you be you and be great at being you and encourages you to be you and provokes you and inspires you and partners with you and is the wind beneath your wings but you literally (laughs) only need one fucking person to do that right out of all the billions of people in the world right right so stop fucking worrying about what everyone fucking right, thinks. Right, what men think right. about blah, blah. Because you don't have to date men. No. You have to date a man. Hans one. Lundgren. Like, so let's, <laughs> no, so let's get back to, to him. No, 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 that's, that's a good that's point. Who, that's well, who I have to When it was getting too serious, let's no, get no, back I to Hans. Not, I appreciate not it. not doing that at no, all. No, no, that's, no. But, but I think, well, wait, right. I will say one thing about, not the relationship thing, but the work thing is, you know, having been on Chelsea lately, I, I have probably, I don't think I have as huge an audience uh, from that show as you do from your show, but it's a huge audience, you know? I doubt it. There was a BuzzFeed list about me today, Jen. 
That's what I'm saying. You have more. A BuzzFeed list. Wait, did you, wait. I want to make sure you heard me. I'm saying a you buzz have more of an audience. list about me. You, I was saying you have yeah. more of an audience, not me. A BuzzFeed list. Well, how many? 11? Some weird number 21. that makes no fucking sense. 21. 21 things about what? 21. Hang on. Wait, remember. this is exciting. Uh, well, is there an Australian BuzzFeed or this was you made it in the USA? Uh, this just, is it's USA a, it's BuzzFeed? the Australian version of BuzzFeed. Oh, it doesn't Well, count. don't. Hang okay. on. <laughs> Is it the version with the country that has 20 people or is it like the real? Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right then. What I'm else? kidding. Uh, wait, wait, 21 things what? I think you're I like fine. that you're still making news and you're so uh, far away. They can't. They can't. They can't, can't live let without you go. Uh, here we go. 21 reasons uh, why Australia needs more Will Anderson. <laughs> no way. Yep. Uh, I'm going to just show you one thing off this BuzzFeed list. Uh, which is uh, they have found... Wait, f- they know about your dog and stuff? I guess yeah, so. That's right, me driving you're... my dog. Uh, but I'm going to show you a photo of me Wait, from what like... what is that outfit? Which one? That Are you one? wearing a shirt under a shirt? Yeah, shirt okay. under a shirt. Oh, this is worse than this. Okay. It's not that bad. I'm no, just, no, it's a look that I is pretty seen. bad. But um, wait for this. It's going to go down here. You're going to see something from about, well, I was going to say about 17 years ago. Around when I wrote that Diet Life press release. Come on, it's my favorite. You're going to see a photo of me <laughs> from that era in a second. So we'll just get down I can't to this. Stop thinking about that. In the middle. Hang on. Now that shit on shit. Oh, oh, there we go. That's me. Do you have a, a skunk a little, stripe in yep. your hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like Dane Cook there. Has anyone ever told you that? Well, I mean, this I was... I don't think he has one of those. Just for the record, that like was him. pre-Dane Cook. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You look like... Fat? You're f- fat. I'm fat. Well, I was going to say, you don't fat. look fat, but you look bigger. Fat. And your face what, looks what? different. Yeah, fat. But it's not fat. You look like Fatter. beefy. Yeah, fat. But that's not fat. <laughs> if a real fat person saw that... Oh yeah, I, I mean, don't I, fat I don't, shame. I don't. All men, yes, all fat shaming. I'm not fat shaming anyone. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to start a controversy. Right. <laughs> Will hates fat people. Yeah, I don't. But yes, I was bigger. If you no didn't, if you did, you wouldn't have come to America. <laughs> I didn't say that you did. I well, mean, <laughs> hang on, what? No, I didn't. All right. Um, let's go back to, to Hans. Oh, yeah, Hans. Uh, Jones got him a small debut role in the James Bond film of You to a Kill as a KGB henchman. Really? Lundgren's breakthrough came when he starred in. I have no idea. But wait, 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 wait. I can try to guess. I don't know if yep. it'd be fun. It was, no. a, it was the fourth installment of a Rocky? very. Mu- yep, Rocky Four. Oh, I just guessed. Yep. But I was trying to think how many movies have four. It's either Godfather or Rocky. Rocky Four? I don't think Godfather. In 1985. Okay. Also, the year that uh, I got the cassette tape, 1985 Comes Alive. Which might have had Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. I love these cassette. I was like, "What did you just say?" A cassette. Yeah, because no, it's yeah. fun. Cassette, cassette is funny because I, I will. Uh, I Jewel. have friends and I who mispronounce cassette or not mispronounce aluminium. We'll say it weird. Right. Wait, oh, you say aluminium? Yeah, because that's how it's spelled. I remember my friend's mom was from England and she would say acetaminophen <laughs> instead of acetaminophen, which is oh. a thing in aspirin or whatever. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking Why about? Why would she say that? Why are people talking about that? I've never heard that before. Her mom had back Was she problems. the person who read out the <laughs> symptoms at the well, end of the Well, now it's like a word like electrolytes. It's oh, kind of around. Right. But she used to back in the day before anyone said that word, she oh, would say it. Old school. an orphan. All right. Anyway. Uh, L- Lundgren's breakthrough came in when he started in Rocky Four in 1985 as the imposing Russian box- boxer Ivan Drago. Yes. Okay. I've never seen that was his Rocky, big, that but was I his remember big that's a big yep. name that yep. everyone knows. Since then, he starred in more than forty movies. Are they all hits? forty? All F- of the four o four o 
Poor Zero. He's, wow. he's, he's made a movie for every year you've been alive. That's another thing you can bond over. <laughs> he can run you through for each year of your life a movie that he's starred in. Hey, Dolph, we're really <laughs> Bondi beaching career. I heard you lived in Sydney. I start saying weird things. Right. You're just way too into it. You're like, <laughs> I, I'm turning 40. I believe you've made I believe you have movies. a connection with the number 40. <laughs> he can't figure it out. You're like the world's worst talk show host leading him into I'm bits. You're like... Jen so, Allen. <laughs> so, you know that show's back. And my friend said to me the other day, she goes, I'm going to ask you something. She goes... Right. There's this show I got offered, and it's kind of cheesy, and I don't know if I should do it. I go, well, it's not like it's fucking Comics Unleashed. And she goes, it's Comics Unleashed. I go, oh, sorry. Just do it. You need the, the who, who doesn't want the paycheck? Who cares anymore? But, uh, yeah, she said she just did it, and he was like, so, like, so specific. You went to the doctors once and got a prescription, and the secretary at the desk was weird. You know, like that oh much my God. information. Yeah. Here's all the setup. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, yep. Yeah. I think a funny thing happened to you on the way to the studio today. <laughs> Uh, okay, since then he's starred in more than 40 movies, almost all of them in the action genre. Really? Yep. But he's not like uh, The Rock or something. Like, it's weird. I don't think of him as He action. was, though. He was The Rock. He was The Rock of his generation. But he wasn't big, right? The Rock is like a gritty reboot of Dolph Lundgren. But he, yeah, he, he was he big. Was, he was big. Okay, yeah. I think of him as a since then, okay. man. He portrayed He-Man. Well, you got really? to be big to be He-Man, master of the universe. It's not my type anymore. I don't like He-Man. What do you I don't mean? like 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 action and he mans. He man, all right, okay. What I'm about like a little boy? What about Frank Castle in the 1989 film The Punisher? I've no? never heard of it. Uh, in the early 1990s, he appeared in films such as Dark Angel, Showdown in Little Tokyo, alongside Brandon Lee. Rest in peace. I don't know any of these movies. Universal Soldier. Do you remember Universal Soldier? No, do you? That was him and what Jean-Claude Van Damme. They were like oh, in the no. same movie. I don't even, I've never even heard of it. Okay. Oh, Universal Soldier opposite Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the next sentence that I hadn't JCVD. read out yet. Uh, Joshua Tree, the U2 album. He Sh- played I was literally going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> he was not. Is there a movie about it? Yeah, no, yeah. He, the movie of... Not... Joshua Tree, the U2 album. Yeah, it was made into a movie. Do you not know that? No. They made a movie about the U2 album, the Joshua Tree. Not the documentary. It was no, a, no, no. It was a, a movie. Scripted, yeah. I never, I, where was I? Was Dolph I, Lundgren played Bono. I can't tell if you're fucking with I'm me. I'm fucking with okay, you. Okay, I was like, I don't know anything. I'm, now I feel like one of those dumb I people. I mean, he would have played so. Adam Clayton Now I don't feel best. like a, a comic Seriously. who can hang. I'm right. like, what? Well, it was real. We're riff. World's worth for rivers. <laughs> I, say th- I say things and you're like, is that true? <laughs> no, it's not true. Worst TV show yeah. pitch ever. I'm a Chinese dentist, are you? <laughs> Tonight, what's a rumor and what isn't? It's the next form of in- improv. Like you've gone from yes and. Oh, you guys are still doing yes and. Oh no, we're doing. Oh no, we're no, doing. Is that true? No, is that true? <laughs> it's a totally. And then someone just answers, and then it's killed. Yeah. Okay, cool. I thought it might be true. Yeah, it's a new anyway, thing. Anyway, what else? We've what opened else our got? own theater. <laughs> Fuck you. It's called the Byron Amy Allen Paula. Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Amy. Paula. It's called the Byron Allen Theater. Andy Kindler said the funniest thing once. He goes, "They should just call the show Comics Leashed." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> You're right, though, because yeah. it is the opposite of Unleashed. Totally. It's literally like, we're going to chain you to your setup. <laughs> to your premise. Like, your, your premise. And your yeah. Your, the premise is your chain. You and can't you even, have like, to... add on because no. he's already given half That's the it. joke away. These are the only parameters <laughs> that you can work within. Um, all right. Uh, he was in Johnny Mnemonic. Men- 
What is that? Yeah, don't know. Oh, Keanu Reeves was in it though. <gasps> oh. Uh, Kanunu, Blackjack, directed by John Woo. I've never heard of that. Uh, in 2004, 10 years ago. Oh, here's another one for the anniversary. In 2004, because it's a 10-year anniversary. Lundgren directed his first picture, The Defender, and subsequently helmed The Mechanic, spelt with a K. Mm. Missionary Man. I don't like things spelled with a K. No. Except my name. Missionary Man. Okay. Missionary Man. Oh, was that about a guy who was a missionary who went to help people? No, it was about a guy who only had sex in one position. Okay, now I know the that's whole a joke. movie. I recognize that. Oh, you recognize jokes now? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I don't think that's true. Jen Kirkman tries to identify <laughs> jokes. That's our new. Pi- that's, that's our new pilot. <laughs> I tell a series of things. Only because I remember specifically a scene where after he helps someone, he has it doggy style because he's so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> You're cured. Now let me fuck you now, from behind. <laughs> now reverse me. cowboy. <laughs> You're cured. <laughs> You're cured now. Let me find you from behind. Oh, I didn't know that was part of it. It is. That's, it's not mandatory, but it's, it's, like the, it's like a tip. It's like the finishing. Yes, <laughs> the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip, I promise. I hope he has a movie called that. I First of all, I feel like I'm not that into his directing career, and I feel like I'm going to have to lie about it at dinner. Uh, Command Performance in 2009. And Icarus in 2010. Well, I don't like any of that. Stuff. In which he also starred. I don't think anyone saw that. I don't like any of his movies, which could be one of those things where he's like, she's so cool. She doesn't even care. She likes me for me. She didn't even know what I was in. Right. But he might not be intimidated by you. <laughs> he might. Well, I hope he's not. After a long spell performing in film, like I, there's a description before the word films that I'm going to get you to try to guess. Okay. After a long Spell performing in blank films. Critically acclaimed. Okay. You've gone to the exact right turn of phrase. Sure. Like the descriptor, the adjective, if you will, Mm -hmm. is much like that. It is not one word. It is like a little phrase that describes a certain type of film. So in the same way as you would say he appears in critically acclaimed films, you would say – uh, that Dolph Lundgren appears in duh, 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 films. But it's one word. No, it's not one word. That's oh. the thing. Like critically acclaimed, it's not one word. It's more like a small phrase. It's actually well three received. words. Yeah, a bit like that. Um, cult status. Cult. I mean, you're so close. I'm so close. Yet so far. What is it? I'm never going to get it. Direct to video. <laughs> Because nowadays, <laughs> if a movie came out today, oh yeah, and I said it's directed video, that would be cool. Cutting edge, because Snowpiercer. It's like no, Snowpiercer like was released on yeah. yeah, same time. But back New then, distribution that wasn't model. a good thing. That meant you had a hope, and it, and it didn't even play in your hometown. It didn't even play in Lundgren, Sweden, or Sydney, right, or any he, place you went to fucking what, college. Here's what you should do: you should actually hail him in your conversation. Look, here's the thing. You were ahead of your As time. As a strong end of, yeah, that's what you're saying. With this D to D stuff. Right. Sorry, directivity. Oh, no. D to V? D to V. D to V? Mate, you were the original Netflix. I'm going to say, that's I'm what people you wanted. said that on purpose. You were the original on demand. Yeah. That's what people wanted. You recognize that people didn't want to view things yeah. like in the one place he's at the same be like, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I was the original. But then I'm going to watch him lie back to me and be like, yeah, yeah, totally. 
And then I'm going to go, oh, he didn't. I don't think it will be a lie for him. I think he will believe that. He will? Yeah, you'll be flattering his fragile ego. This sounds no fun. It sounds like a lot of work so yeah, far. Yeah, it does so far. Well, let's see if he's like got a comeback coming. Let's see if there's some heat. 2010 marked his return to theatres. I know there isn't. I just did a there is. them. Okay, go on. <laughs> 2010 rem- marked his return to theatres. So he's got out of the video store. Movie theaters? And into the Or the theaters. small theater I'm playing in Lund, Sweden. No, no. With theaters. The Expendables. That was a big deal. An on-screen reunion with Stallone alongside an action star cast. Uh, he replaced his role as Gunnar Jensen in The Expendables 2 in 2012 and The Expendables 3 in 2014. Are these cartoons? No. Do you not know The Expendables films? Not really. There are a series of films where uh, all... I just want the listener to know. Will just rolled his eyes at me. <laughs> Look, he tried not to. Well, tried because, to play it off like a blink. Well, he be- fucking rolled his eyes at, at a grown woman who doesn't know what an action movie is. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I rolled my eyes I've at you. I've heard of it. Well, I've not seen any of them either, but they're just so much in the zeitgeist that I understand what they are. There are a series I of films made by Sylvester Sloan and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jean-Claude Van Damme and all those like... Oh. Action stars from the 80s and 90s. I think of The Expendables as cartoons. That you just described you sounds like... you the uh, Flintstones? No, I don't know what I'm thinking. That the what you Simpsons. described sounds like it should be called like Wild Hogs, like a John Travolta movie about like sure. all these old guys on... Motorcycles. No, no, but, then, but it's an action. They're okay, Expendables. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that a bad word, meaning like you're expendable? Yes, like but that's the... I, I mean, I've not seen the films, but I believe the premise is there are a bunch of old action, like, you know, action guys right. that like... Yeah, you know, no one cares if like one of them dies. Like right, they're expendable. Right, right okay. But they're obviously triumphant. They've done right. three. Let's find some. So more. he's got some money now. Okay. Yeah, he's got that sweet expendables money. So let's let's find some more about Lundgren. I want to find more about like let's get rid of his career. I want to know about his um He's obviously like remarried. Oh, here we go. Let's find out about his parents. Because how do you feel about how important is it to you if you and say Hans uh-huh. were gonna be like, you know, if you're gonna like hook up. Let's yeah. say it was more than just this like one time. I'm looking in. for a guy whose parents are dead. I'm going to put it out there. Okay. All I don't right. want to meet anyone's parents. No, no. Okay. So you don't want to meet his parents. I, I, let me say this. Actually, let me just correct myself. That was old Jen coming out. Okay. I don't care. That was a previous generation. Thank you. That This is a regeneration of... And I'm never going to ask. Again, another great name for yeah. a show, Regeneration. If it means something to someone, General sure. Warts, that would be a nope. terrible name <laughs> That's for That's a terrible show. name and a terrible, terrible condition, uh, which I do not. I just want to tell imagine the listeners if, I do not uh, have. You don't have. But imagine no. if, you, if you ever did and your doctor, how excited you'd be like, well... You have genital warts. So that's fun. You can get some material <laughs> out of that. Here's a fun thing for your comedy skits. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you, pause for one sec, something yeah, about course. a doctor? Yeah. Uh, I just had my yearly like lady checkup uh-huh. on my lady parts. Sure. And uh, everything seems to be working. I just want everyone to know, 40 is fabulous. I imagine it's like a yearly mechanical checkup, right? Oh, they just come in, like they, they, they kick oh, some they tires. They get under they, the car and like put something in it and yeah. check the oil. You got to get a registered guy to do it. Otherwise, oh, yeah, you lose no. your insurance. They try to tell you your filter's dirty. You're like, I'm going to go to somewhere else. But I Let just me, I know. Yeah. I, I, and stop me. <laughs> do I have to describe it? Kind no, of no. You, don't, okay, okay. Oh, you definitely don't have to talk about anything you're not comfortable <laughs> no, talking I'm about. No, I'm kidding. I was just like, I thought you'd be like, now what happens? No, no, no. But actually, you know, oh. weirdly enough, that actually was what I was going to oh, ask okay. you. Not in like a voyeuristic way. Mm-hmm. Like literally explain as much of what that situation is like as you feel comfortable explaining. Yeah, I don't want to hear really about nothing. anything that – but 
I don't really, I don't, haven't had a lot of conversations with well, people about Well, there's two kinds of doctors. There's uh, your primary care physician, which, you know, if you're sick, you go get your medicine or whatever. Your GP, as we yeah. would call it in Australia, your general practitioner. General practitioner, GP. Yeah. So there's the gynecologist. Now, some doctors are both. I have strictly a gynecologist. A specialist. Yeah. Yeah. So I go to her and... Uh, it's a woman? A woman. And was that important to you, that it was a woman? Yes. I had been told when I was a teenager... That you want to get a guy gynecologist because Why? men can't comprehend because the they're more interested. <laughs> no, because <laughs> they're obviously smarter. Yeah. No, because um, my my sister's theory was men can't comprehend the pain that we can be in mm. during our periods. But they I never also had... are intimidated by intelligent vaginas. <laughs> I that's no doc, no male doctor would see me. He would look at you. He's like, you're no a stand-up? Yeah. I'm intimidated by your vagina. <laughs> so my sister's theory was. You'll get good pills. Like, right. even though I actually don't have any uh, cramping or bad periods or anything, sure. my sister's theory was who cares if you do? Get the pills. Oh, yeah, sure. And go in That's there and go, oh, it too. hurts. It yeah. hurts. Get me some pills. Yeah. And um, so I went to one doing that, and he was like, it doesn't hurt. You're fine. And he totally, um, I was like, I know I'm lying, but let's just say there was pain. Right. You were really dismissive of it. So I'm getting all mad, but there's yeah. no pain. Um, so I didn't like his attitude. So then I realized, well, why wouldn't I go to someone who has the same parts I do? Just if I were a man, I would probably prefer a male doctor. But I don't know if you guys have specific, like, it's not like you have penis doctors, the way we have gynecologists. Do you? Uh, I mean, like, you know, there are things As that you, you need older, to get. Maybe. Yeah. And yeah, there's issues. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. Like, yeah. I mean, I totally get. I just I, want someone who's I, like, oh, I get it. Like, that doesn't. Well, not, my thing is not only that. Like, if I was a woman, I would feel more comfortable with a female gynecologist. Like, Amy has a female... I mean, actually, I shouldn't talk about what she has. But like, You're I, like, edit, I don't No, but I don't think that's like a thing. That's, like, you know, she goes to a female doctor yeah. because she feels more comfortable with a female doctor, right? I, yeah. get, I get that, like, 100%. Secondly, but the thing that I would leap to even further than that is, it's not that I don't trust male doctors. I trust male doctors in a range of things. Sure. But I don't trust the sort of male doctor who wants to be a gynecologist. I know, right? Well, it was all cute There's when Bill Cosby was one. something about that that makes me like... Well, Bill Cosby was one on his on, show. Well, what? he was more of an OBGYN oh, on, his, yeah, on, on pretends. Yeah. Not actually one. No, but he seemed nice. Like, I just right. like to He did a lot of method acting, though. That's why he did that job. <laughs> that was Cosby's I have to thing. look at other people's pussies. Is that... <laughs> he started OPP. Right. Like... No one knows that. I'm not being racist. That's really a true thing. <laughs> I hope people are Googling it right now. Stop Googling How it. How could that be it's racist? Not true. You were saying a black guy was a doctor. That's a positive racial That's thing. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, yeah. I've always been progressive that way. Mm. I'm just kidding. So right. this is what happens. It's really nothing interesting. Okay. So you go in, and if you're like me, you will get a full, uh, the works, uh, t you know, test me for everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. So full medical, including downstairs? Or you mean, no, down, I mean, oh, you mean like disease, like any, anything. That, From AIDS yeah, to anything that, the small ones. Give us the whole. Give, just work it up. You know what? It's like, Tell me everything. It's like getting a rental car and getting full coverage. Yeah. Full I'm coverage. here. I know you I'm know not going to crash. Yeah. I hope I'm not going to, but no. just in case of yeah. emergency, and I, I know might I don't well have be AIDS. covered. There's like no right. way I have it. Right. But now that I'm thinking about if I do or not, Let's get the yeah, test. Well, let's just check I'm it gonna out. Keep thinking about it so now. that I know that so I don't. Let's just do that. Right? Yeah. Now I could ask her since she's technically a doctor. I could say, "Hey, I feel like I have diabetes. Can you do some blood?" By work the way, that? I don't think she would enjoy you saying that she's technically a doctor. <laughs> she's a doctor. <laughs> she's I know like you're doctor. Technically a doctor. <laughs> you're a technically a doctor. She's like, oh no no, I'm an actual doctor. Yeah yeah. Anyway, I'm a honey, specialist. listen, sweetie. All right, honey. 
No, but yeah. So, so it's like I was saying, look, I know you're technically a comedian, <laughs> but like. But, but well, with her, it's like, I know I'm not wasting her time if I said, I also think I might have diabetes. Can you right. check my blood sugar? Sure. Like she'd do that, whatever. Yeah. So you go in and then uh, you get weighed, which I hate. Why are you weighing me in the middle of the day with my shoes and clothes on? Do I always say don't. They must take that into account though. No, they write it down. They write down that big old number. And I always go, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Right. I don't want to see you it. you don't weigh yourself in your clothes. Do you ever I weigh? I barely it? even weigh myself. Okay. I, I do weigh myself. Once a week I do. Is that a lot? That might be a lot. No, I reckon that's probably, I don't really know what the right amount yeah. is. I tend to weigh myself. It doesn't really I, matters anyway. Well, I have scales here. So if I'm here, I'll uh-huh. weigh myself whenever I like, you know, like whenever I feel like it because I have scales. That's so weird to me that a guy But then I will himself. go like on tour for like your weeks on the road and it's not like I'm packing my scales. Do you scales. do it for a reason? Like you have to know for any medical condition or you're no. just like want to make sure you're not gaining weight? Oh, you know what? I tried to lose a little bit of weight for my hips because I have this osteoarthritis in my hips. Right, I was like, wondering if the more so that's weight part on of it, it. Yeah. yeah, the less weight I have, the better. Okay. But, but not really. No, oh. I just kind of like, I don't really have a great sense of yeah. where my body weight's at. Yeah, there's As you can tell from I'm that like, photo I, I just showed good. you. There's times where I'm like, I feel good. And then I weigh myself. I'm like, right. whoa, that's the happiest I've ever been. And then there's times I'm like, I feel disgusting. Weigh myself. I'm tiny. So yeah. you never know. Yeah, I don't wherever know your head is. So it's really not that big a deal. So you go in, weigh yourself, blah, blah, sit down, blood pressure. Now, is it a modern scale or is it one of those no, old ones where they have the, the weights? Yeah. What the fuck is that about? They claim Why are the they still accurate. doing the weights? They claim it's the most accurate, but They're not, not adding up your bill on a fucking abacus. Like, <laughs> no, it's modern I, oh, times. Excuse me. This is more reliable than a computer. Right. They're just like, look, uh, the bad news is you have a problem. The good news is you can fix it with leeches. <laughs> like, what times are you working in, you crazy people? Well, the thing is, like, a new scale will also, like, monitor, like, your water weight. And so this doesn't take anything Isn't there something I can take my shoes off and load it into an internet program and yeah. it'll monitor I'm me? Like, I had three drinks at lunch. This scale is I'm not I'm wearing a fucking this. wristband that gives me more information. <laughs> than this I know so you get weighed you sit down whatever now so then you undress usually from the well a gynecologist now will do a breast exam on you too so you get okay. the paper gown on so do you just smock up from like yeah. neck, neck to toe yeah so you're just, and so no, nothing at all I guess because they're going to go because they, they, need, they to, need to touch yeah, the two parts right. that your underwear yeah, would cover sure. so you know uh, you get your backless is it a backless gown it's a backless gown right. beautiful I mean the ones they have this <laughs> a delightful backless gown <laughs> Um, Joan Rivers, ironically, oh, loved it. <laughs> loved it on Fashion Actually, Boys. you wear it open in the front, I think. I never get it right. right. They tell me how to do it, and I try to listen, and mm. I'm already spazzing it about doing it wrong. I did so say you were who it wore it better. <laughs> you and Rihanna in the same. She wore it better. You know she what? I thought you actually looked fantastic. Oh, thanks, in it. Yeah. thanks. She did an interesting thing with hers where she yeah. cut out the stomach. And, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, was, she's very young She was ass. wearing it in public at a baseball <laughs> game or something, whatever she's up I to. Was hiding in a corner. By the way, have you seen that? I'm not really. Like, I've tried to check out a little bit of popular culture. Like, sure, that you know, you know, shit popular culture, that yeah. shit that I don't really need to know uh, about. Uh, ooh, ooh, that. But. You can't help but have seen that Nicki Minaj film clip, right? Have you seen it? I haven't. I've heard about it. I've heard she has a new video and there's a lot of ass in it. Oh, my God. Like, and every guy's going crazy, but I don't... Really? Are, are they saying, going crazy? Oh, my crazy? God. Like, I um, love it. It's hot or no. no? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, I was listening to... No, you know, like I, I like more in the radio. way of like, I can't let my children say this and I don't have children. Okay. <laughs> like, I was like, just looking at you like, wait, what? Like, there, it, I was listening it, to a very was, male radio was, show. It was like one of those things to the point where I was like, I was like, I'm not going to have children just so I so they, so they can't see it. But at the same time, I'm like, oh yeah. I was also challenging with myself to get back to this, where I was like, 
why am I finding this more challenging than I found uh, Blurred Lines, the Robin Thicky thing where all the girls had their tops off, I know, right? that was weird. Well, it's, right. you know, well they're both yeah, weird. They're both weird. No, but but, but point, I don't know what's happening in this one. What's happening? She's just a bare well, butt? Well, Nikki's got like a butt out a lot in this, like, out. And is she and, like, dancing to the camera? Is she grinding on a dude? Oh, all of those things. All of it. So she grinds it on Drake. Drake's in it. Oh, and he she seems gives like him a, nice a lap Canadian dance. Young man. Yeah, she gives him a lap dance, mm. and but she has a thong on. And there's are they a, dating? A, oh, they were right. I don't know. Because I just find I that know. weird. If like comedians, like guys, we gotta get naked. I have to grind you. Right. You're my opening act. Right. <laughs> like it seems like that's something you would do with your boy. Like I think they. Oh yeah, were Cl- known Kirk, to be Kirkman's dating. made a film clip for the five minutes from a new special. Uh, she has asked I get a message from our manager we have the same manager and he like sends me an email hey I need to talk to you about something I'm like what is it he's like hey you know you and Jenna have been on the podcast and people have like really been enjoying like the energy you guys have she needs to get she's doing this new special Or someone needs it doesn't have to be her I don't want to be sexist you get your pants off she just needs a little heat you just put your ass in the camera right it just it's going to be called you know what it might be better that you do it because this is going to be a turn on I was going to be playing it. It's going to be a twist. I can actually see David saying that. Right. <laughs> he's your Australian. I mean, he's a manager who lives in America, but he's right. Australian. And he's my favorite person to impersonate. And I won't do it for you because it'll be offensive. But I used to impersonate him to a face. But I'm going to do it right now anyway. Yeah. Uh, he would call me in for a meeting for something. I'm with another manager there, but sometimes he would oversee something. And he, before getting to the point, he'd just go, comedians are crazy. He's like, oh, you, you're all worried about, I mean, I just thought, relax. You know, I don't, you're mental. You're mental, but you're funny, but you're mental. Anyway, uh, so what are you doing? I'm like, what is this meeting? <laughs> You're just like announcing comedians are crazy. And I know the three people you manage. So why don't you just say Greg, Paul, and this person are crazy. Right. Like I know who you're talking about. Anyway. Yeah. As I I'm glad, I'm glad that. that you said this person instead of Will. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want to. Indicate. All right. Anyway, so let me tell you what happens. Okay, tell me. She comes in. You and everyone thinks this is painful, but it's not. You just lay with your legs. You know, Akimbo. everyone acts like it's in stirrups, like you're hanging from a ceiling. No. It's just like it's up, like if you put your feet up against the wall. Oh, okay, know? so it is just on your back, and right. your feet are like yeah, yeah. It's in nothing. the position. What the easy, if, as if easy. you were doing like a, squat. a leg version of the YMCA. Exactly. Right? You're like you're. Well, I'm You've given it the Y at the start. Yeah. So they just take a speculum, and it's in the olden days. I guess it was made of metal, like almost salad tongs, but right. now it's plastic. So they insert it in. Here's what's weird, and I will say this. If you go to a hipster gynecologist, do they still have the old wooden? <laughs> I like the idea. He's a handlebar like, mustache. He's using like old wooden. Sorry, I got to. This is Brooklyn gynecology. <laughs> <laughs> then after, though, I'm going to make you a great drink that was around only in Prohibition. So that's why you come here. Now, here's what's... I don't want to be gross, but I, I think this might no, be interesting I'm to interested. female I'm, listeners. Well, I mean, I, I hope it's interesting to all my listeners. It's going to be very graphic. No, no. But that's... I, I asked you this question literally not out of some sort of... I think it's more graphic than you think it's going to be. Okay. Okay. So let's say a woman is excited Disgusting! About- <laughs> Burn you, witch! Get out of Oh, here. my God. I'm in Ireland all over again. <laughs> so... um. Imagine a woman is excited about something entering her body. Okay. Her body will 
before uh, the thing enters, right. respond in kind sure. to allow that thing to enter seamlessly. Right. And also in the same way, like, uh, oh no, hang on. I was about to make an analogy that makes no sense. Okay. I was like, wait, what? No. So your natural lube happens if, a, if let's say a gentleman, uh, uh, <laughs> but a, a if a man wants to stick his penis into your vagina, your vagina, if it's interested in that, will be receptive. Exactly. Yeah. It it makes all the necessary. Right. Uh, it's like you're. It's like you're in perfumes. a. It's like you're in a one of those sh- shopping mall car parks. I'm not comparing your vagina to this, by the way. I'm just. No, it's a it's lot an of. Analogy. A lot you're in of one of those shopping fence like malls where they have the lights above the empty car parks. Yes. Where, like you get the red light, the red light. Oh, hang on. There's a green down yeah, there. It's ready. Come in. Come We're in. We're red. Yeah, yeah. So it's very embarrassing to me. I think what we women need to realize if I can speak to the ladies is mm. it's not as cut and dry pun intended okay. as you're not okay. So sometimes the speculum goes in and your body completely is like before it goes in ready to reset. Oh, yeah, okay, Everyone's right. all lubed up. Yep. And I'm like, does she think I just literally like got wet with excitement that a speculum is oh, right. going like, to enter you're me. into this. Yeah. Like, I think the body just starts... Like, she gives you this look of like, oh, that went in a bit too... Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, my. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. But I think it's... She's a, like, I need to lose... You're like, oh, no, no, you won't. <laughs> I think the body, if you're young enough, probably just like reacts like it knows it's happening. Okay, but also secondly... But it's embarrassing. Yeah, but also like... But I think women never talk about that. All right, but men, like not at my age... Right. But like men, when like when I was 14 or 15, like if the fucking bus rolls in the right way, you get an erection. Like kids can't go up at school oh, totally. because like, you know, they like got an erection, like it's uncontrollable. So yeah, in like, that your same body, way, it's not so, sexual. No, yeah. your body just res- like sometimes just like, responds in a like way that you're not. Yeah. To take it to a, a much more horrible and serious way, and I'm not going to linger on this idea, but Rape. the only reason I want to talk about this is the idea that like one of the great things that people feel shame about about being raped is... Thank God you said that because I just realized I yelled rape. No, don't, <laughs> like, you don't yell rape, you right, yell fire. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the most fucked up right. thing too? Yeah. No one cares about no. rape no. without no one fire. Cares. We'll fire. Get, oh, we get some attention. I, also, I wouldn't care about a fire, but anyway, go on. But that's my rule in my podcast as well. You don't ra- yell rape, you Sorry. Ra- yell fire. <laughs> so, no, but, but one yeah. of the... Women don't get excited. Well, no, no, but part of the problem is one of the things that feel, people feel shame about over the years is sometimes your body can have oh, a reaction to saying. being raped right. that makes people feel even worse about being like, raped oh, because they feel like it. i was into it or i was yeah. blah 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 which oh, is like point. that your body yeah. sometimes betrays you right 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 and it's like hey it's, it's like a dumb person yeah. like hey someone's coming over you're like no 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 does no, not no, mean no. that you can send it to it doesn't carpet. mean that it was your fault <laughs> right. doesn't mean that like you know this is a horrible right. rape joke but anyway yeah so that happens and then they they this is the uncomfortable part everyone thinks it's a speculum so once it's in it opens but you can't feel it at all no. but then they stick the longest q-tip you've ever seen uh, about it's a q-tip it's a q-tip like they're cleaning I would say, your ear yeah, but it's a Q-tip about the length of a wine bottle. Oh my god, like Jay-Z's not the thi- Q-tip. not the width, thank God. Yeah, but, not the yeah, but the, the length. length. Yeah, and and that like rubs yeah. inside your cervix, yeah. which I'm still not even totally clear what that is. Yeah. So they're rubbing the bacteria that's natural, but to test it and see right. if it's okay. So then they put that in a little petri dish. Goodbye, and then uh, that's it. Like she will obviously if she sees anything. Now, on is the it outside, a two-ended one, like a? 
like a Q-tip? like cotton on both ends like yeah no one end yeah so the it's like specifically you. designed for like oh yeah they never like turn it around and have <laughs> another go no like, <laughs> like let me no or like clean in their ear <laughs> so then they put that in the dish you get while the you're here well yeah. just, uh, clean. you say you have a little wax in your ear as well so it's literally like a three minute appointment then you get your blood drawn if you right. want all the little you know std tests uh-huh. and then you uh wait three days and the oh the good news is the reason you want to get your uh, cervix scraped and swabbed and all that is that can actually tell you if your cells are off if you have ovarian cancer that can be detected through that so that's kind of overall oh, why yeah, you're okay. doing it sure that and just to make sure even the littlest day to day thing you have a yeast infection whatever it's from that to ovarian cancer you're looking for right so that's good you get all that done you get your results it's nothing but then you know like anyone else you wait three days and you convince yourself you've never thought about this before but for three days you're like I have AIDS and syphilis and Hep three and C and B and D and I'm gonna die and then you get the results you're like of course I knew I was fine and then that's it it's the same as anything else it's right. the quickest test in the world but you know that's you do it for cancer and for and then she does a quick like boob check and she goes are you doing self exams and everyone lies and goes yeah but no one is oh really they're not I don't think so I think it's one of those things where I had a lump on my breast once and I got removed surgically and I didn't have to do a test to tell it was there I like just put my arm down one time and was like ow I had this huge like egg in my armpit and it was nothing but so I mean I think women say they are but you know we don't feel our own boobs so once a month but do you you feel your own boobs no so but once a month, if I touch my own boob, I will think even a muscle is... I'm like, that's weird. Like, I touched my own neck the other day. I've never touched the front of my neck. And I was like, oh, my God, it's all lumpy. Oh, my God, I have lymph node cancer. And then I told my chiropractor, he's like, that's just what your neck feels that's like. Your that's your neck. A, and that's muscles and necks things. And I was like, oh, okay. So if you touch this part of your body you never touch, like, everything feels like cancer. So we're just like, it's fine. Right. That's interesting. It's not like it's a penis where you're like very familiar with it. Like we're not (laughs) sitting around touching our boobs. No, I mean the way a man is familiar with his own penis. No, of course. No, I... I I, (laughs) I didn't mean like I'm so familiar with... That's not what you thought I meant. Okay. They they don't need to tell men to examine their penis because men are by nature having a like... You'll find ball cancer way before I find (laughs) breast cancer. But if but I, you know what it's How supposed to feel like. How did you discover you had it? Well, uh, I was doing my monthly exam. I have I was to remind doing my myself to touch thrice it. daily exam. <laughs> now, why did I have to do it with a webcam girl? She was helping. She was having a look. Oh yeah, this girl on the internet spotted. You're going way in too much into detail. She'd seen like three thousand penises in like the last four she months. Mine and she was like, weird. "That's unusual." She goes, "I've seen a lot of cocks, and that is she's. I don't know if she was an actual doctor, but she certainly gave me medical advice." I asked her to come to the appointment, and she was like, "Now it's getting weird." And she's I like, don't "Do know. you take Obamacare?" <laughs> Obamacare. Anyway, I think I'm intimidated by her, so I'm going to end it. <laughs> I'm going to log off. She's- <laughs> <laughs> just all right uh let's find some more about Dolph uh oh yeah is he single or what I mean I feel like it's gonna come down to he's on his third wife and he's I don't know about his parents we don't know if they're alive but I know that his mother was a language teacher and his father was an engineer and economist for the Swedish government oh they sound smart and intellectual and like right. we have a good dinner conversation he has two sisters and an older brother okay uh, he said that his father was physically abusive. Oh, oh boy. goodbye. Uh, no time. Can't and deal. Vented his frustration on his wife and eldest son. Oh, but what the? 
chemistry so he can right. control anything right. molecules. I'll just come up with a potion <laughs> and stuff. He's what? Can you just the way that you have everything else you've read about him? We've made a game. Oh, guess what he's about to star in? Guess oh. what happened? And now you're just like, yeah, he physically beats his wife and kid. <laughs> what? You know what the best thing is? <laughs> like, I have mocked before your propensity to visit palm readers and psychics. However, I'm starting to think that you yourself may be psychic. I, can I'm, I say one of the palm readers said he thinks I'm psychic? Well, I'm going to read you the next sentence. He cites his troubled relationship with his father as the reason he developed a desire to participate in heavy contact sports such as boxing and karate. <laughs> well, that's not psychic. That just, well, that's just... I've been in therapy all well the time. I, I know these things. That's uh, amazing. Dolph, did, who did he cite it to? So Dolphus said... Well, there was a... Uh, the guy who wrote his Wikipedia page? Dolphus said that as a child, he was insecure and suffered from allergies. Oh, well, you could God. asthma. You could bond over that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. Mild asthma. Wow. I'm not one of these people that's like. You have asthma. You got a puffer. <laughs> okay. If you got a puffer, it's Listen, asthma. I told you one secret that I woke up alone. Oh, in the that's middle. a secret. No, it's not. But I told Will. You that just I woke describe up. what it's like to go to the gynecologist, but you don't want people to know that you occasionally have asthma. Because it's not that cool. <laughs> I told Will in the middle of the night I woke up and I couldn't breathe, and I, I was thinking of all the people I could call. And you go, uh, you can't call me out of a car and I'm never in the country. No, I said you can call yes, me, but, I but can't I'm of you. no use. You said you would tweet about it. Right. All right, anyway, go on. Uh, okay. So um, as a teenager, he grew up with his grandparents. So he lived with his grandparents. Oh, hell right, no. Right, so they're definitely You know there. the Chris Rock joke? No. If you could... <laughs> Here we go. Oh, it's something Racist. like... It's not what's well, his own racism. You're doing his N-word bit, right? That's what you're no. doing. No. <laughs> he goes... He goes, if you call your mother oh, yeah. Pam and your grandmother Ma, you're going to jail. Like, right. it's an amazing, okay. like, yeah. So sure. that's him. He's going to jail. Okay. Uh, at age of seven, he tried judo, mm-hmm. took up karate at 10, started yeah. doing weights as a teenager. Weights is always a signal that you are repressing emotion. Right. Uh, let's, uh, so he's, we've gone through his education. That's what I say to avoid working out. I am not going to repress my emotions today. Okay, let's find out something about. We've looked at his film career, so we can flip through that. God, I'm but really. Let's have a look at his. Pri- There'll be a private life thing down the bottom here, so let's just. That look. wasn't his private life. No, training and diet. We don't need to know about that. Personal no. life. Here we go. Okay, let me guess. He is currently married, and has like a new baby or something. All right, let's see. Lundgren has often been the subject of hyperbole, with his <laughs> IQ frequently cited as being around 160. Okay. So he's not going to be intelligent. He's not going to be intimidated no, by I'm like your a intelligence. Dumb fuck. I'm like, what's expendables? Right. He's like, oh god. Uh, so he's got an IQ of 160, and his height six foot six inches. Did that seem right? Mm, too tall. Too tall. That's ridiculous. Six, I'm five six? five. That's a foot in an inch like taller than me. Uh, both of which he's professed to be exaggerated. So he might okay, not be. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Might not be 160. Might not be six six. And he's self-deprecating. That's <laughs> oh, nice. Wow. I love that. At his heaviest, he weighed 250 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we could talk about scales. Uh, Lundgren speaks... Oh, my God. Here we go. Our eight languages. Russian, French. Swedish. Swedish, of course. English. French, Russian. Spanish, German, mm. French, Japanese, and Italian. 
pretty appealing. During the 1980s, Lundgren had relationships with Grace Jones and Paula Barberia. I don't know her. I don't know her. In 1994, he ma- married Annette Kuivberg, a jewellery designer and fashion stylist. Mm. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. They've got two daughters. Did he abused or didn't? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Uh, in early May 2009, Lundgren's home was broken into by three masked burglars who tied up and threatened his wife, but fled when they spotted a family photo and realised their house was owned by Dolph Lundgren. Shut the fuck up! So he doesn't even have to do his black belt shit anymore. He just doesn't have a photo. He just need a photo. Oh my God, that's amazing. What if someone came in to... To, to, like, to like, my apartment? To, yeah, to just kill me right now. Or just right. Whatever, you know, they, and then they see your your poster from Melbourne and they're like, fuck, I didn't know it was Australian wanna... comedian <laughs> Will Anderson. I saw 21 reasons about him on BuzzFeed <laughs> yeah, that I was fascinated by. We need him in Australia. I if can't. I kill this woman, he's going to have to deal with that and we, he can't get back there. Uh, as of 2011, the Lundgrens are... Expecting a baby. Divorced. Oh, shit. Dolph, I got divorced in 2011. Dolph has moved back to Los Angeles. Just like me while I was already here, but... Look at that. I'm it's perfect. Kind of, no, it's not. It feels that, like it's perfect. No, because there's that middle area where he was abused and then abused. Right, but he feels like he's got over it. I'm not over it. What do you mean? You're not over his abuse? <laughs> I mean, I, if I must be picky, right. I would like, God bless the people who get over the hardships. They're great people. I'm friends with many. Can I have someone that never had them? <laughs> can, we, can we get into not abused by your parents? How about um, no abuse and your parents are dead? Is, that, can, is it too much to ask? Right. Am I being too picky? Now, what if the person killed their parents because they abused them. I think that is, would... Is halfway okay. <laughs> I think that would fuck with my head a little bit. You're like, well, the good news is... Look, the good news is, Jen, I don't have any parents. <laughs> Here's why, though. Yes. Fun story. Before you funny, lock it in. Funny story. Funny story. But you know what's cool is uh, Charlize Theron's mom killed the dad. Do you know that? Yeah. Well, that's not cool though, right? I well, mean, but he was domestically yeah, abusive so, right. and so it was self-defense. So I always feel like that's why she's so, re- like, it's not why she's Confident. gorgeous, but she's ridiculously gorgeous, but has a very down-to-earth vibe because she was, she's saw seen her actual mom kill her bad dad. Shit she's happened. seen bad right. shit and knows. She understands that all she this other bullshit. that looks do make it all better. Right. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, there's some, so that, like, even that, though, would freak me out. So if you killed your own parents, no. All right. Um, I started this podcast by saying that I was going to give you a quiz, and we haven't got oh, to we it, do it. Okay, and we're so a long way in, we're and I need in. to go to the bathroom. No, okay. we're not too much in. So you got to pause I feel like, pee. but I just need to pause it and I'll pee, pee too. I didn't. It's, Will has two bathrooms, but in case anyone thinks. Also, that, like, also that wasn't necessary. Hey, I, <laughs> I was like, you were like, you were doing it almost like, oh no, it's okay that you need to pay. I'll also pay. It would have been fine if I, I'm 40 years old. I can go to the bathroom when I need to. No, but I think I need to too. Yeah. What I'm saying. Well, you can also pay. But I just want everyone to know you have two bathrooms. I'm not like standing. Oh over yeah, I'm you. doing well. Like, I'm not <laughs> like. I've been on a Buzzfeed pee. list, Jeff. We're best friends. Let's pee together. Oh right. How would we even do that? <laughs> oh, you don't pee with your girlfriends? That would be the weirdest thing of all time. Up. Oh my god, everyone pees in LA together. Oh what? sure, the ladies between the, the legs. And you have the to aim. Like, they just oh, it's like, fun. It's so much like, fun. It's LA. Wait, you and so Dave, we're doing Anthony, now. don't we pee don't together. Pee together. You don't put a little boat in the thing and then. 
Oh my God, you haven't made any good friends here, have you? <laughs> All right, we're going to pause. All right, pause and pee. Pee and pee. Oh, hang on. Oops. Shit. Oh, did you just... If you deleted that... No, I didn't delete it. And we're back. We're back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. Everybody relax. We're going to... Oh. I was trying to do the... Everyone. Charlie. Everyone relax. Oh, sorry. Although Is it we... Charlie or are you saying <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> oh, look who's developed asthma after making fun of it. All right, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, this is what I was going to start with. This is a quiz I did with Dave Anthony mm-hmm. in a previous episode, and now I'm going to do it with you. It's a Facebook quiz. Are you on Facebook? Um, <clears throat> yes, I have a fan page, and then I have a personal page. Right. And I don't visit the personal page very often, uh, maybe once a week right. for a minute to see my family. And my personal page is under a, like a fake name. Yeah, mine's under my, my married name. name. Yeah. And... But it meant that the one time I went on Tinder to check out Tinder, because you go through <gasps> yes! Facebook, it comes up as your Facebook name. Which, and I'm like, how do I change? I don't know how to change that. Anyway, whatever. Uh, later, off mic. I, off mic. We'll I need have to hear off about mic Tinder because I was told by you that you don't do that. So no, I, well, I did. Try, I did. I went yeah, on and tried. When I had my one a, try that I told you about, yeah. I think it was podcasted. Yeah, you have to like go through Facebook so everyone on your Facebook wall can see that you've just uploaded like three yeah. selfies and everyone knows yeah. what the fuck that means, even your weird uncle. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Anyway, yeah. go on. Yeah, I had to. I, oh. I, I literally dipped my toe in just to say what I was like and then was like, okay, this is not for me. No, it's not. I uh, 12 hours. Go ahead. But, anyway. uh, okay, uh, this is a Facebook quiz. So on Facebook, they have these like quizzes where you can fill in like, you know, they're like a, what Game of Thrones character are you or what oh, member sure. of the Smiths are you or whatever, right? Those are like, we also, as we referenced earlier, like BuzzFeed quizzes kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very much that sort of oh, thing. Oh, cool. I love these. So this one is. Such a chick. What stand-up comedian are you? <gasps> oh! Now, these are all famous. The, the answers are all famous stand-up Okay, so comedians. Dave Anthony didn't get Dave Anthony. I'm not no, going to get Jen Kirkman. No. Okay, but just I'm gonna, to prepare myself. We're going to go through this thing. You're going to answer these questions. I'm, I'm gonna, so excited. I'm going to learn a little bit about you and your comedy and through I'm gonna this. And I'm going to learn. And we're going to learn which comedian you are most like. I'm so like. excited. Right. Did Dave like his answer? No. He didn't. I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to hate mine. Yeah, his was Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, really? <laughs> Well, there's a darkness to Jerry that I've learned about recently right. that I appreciate. So okay. maybe he can learn. So what okay. what kind of jokes do you tell? This is the first like thing, right? I don't even know. Now, so no, well, there's options though. To is there a neurotic things. answer? So, well, chances are that none of these answers will fit actually what you would say. Okay. So you're just going to have to come up with your best possible guess, right? Okay. One-liners? Not really. No. N- no. Observational-ish? No. Cringe humor? No. Mm. Not really, though, It's right? closer than the other two. Feminist? Well, no. Insult humor? To myself. No. Knock-knock jokes? No. <laughs> Character-based? I think that means actually doing characters, though, rather okay. than like surrealistic or self-deprecating. They're your options. Okay, well... Let me just walk you through really super quick. Yeah. I think everything a woman does in this day and age is feminist. Uh-huh. Because we, you know, sure. still comedy is lagging behind in a lot of the other things. But it's not about feminism. Um, it's cringeworthy, not in the sense that I'm like, ah, pooped and then a shit. It's cringy. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringeworthy. I love it. Like, they were your two examples, which are the same thing. Like, you're like, nope. I pooped and then I shit. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Ladies, you get it. <laughs> you get Two it. Two different things. Feminist. <laughs> Hashtag yes or women. 
but cringeworthy in that like I'll tell stories of me being really embarrassed right. by something so I'm gonna go self-deprecating self-deprecating it's, it's, it's very yeah no that's good I think that's actually I, no, I'm good with that I'm good with that uh, who thinks you're funny now here are your options my friends Will Anderson <laughs> yeah not my friends by the way your friends my friends okay your friends uh huh your mum and dad mm. do your mum and dad think you're funny now they do okay but we don't know if that's they think I'm other funny people Mm-hmm. Your significant other. Well, he's intimidated by me. <laughs> Co-workers. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, no. Your cat sometimes. I don't have a cat. The internet. No. You, that's all you need. Okay. I'm going to go between two things. Will you, will you read the first three again? Yeah. Your friends. Your friends, your okay. mum and dad, other okay. funny people. Okay. I hate to say it. I want to say coworkers because I work in a comedy show. Right. Did, um, and they all think I'm funny. I count them as my friends, and I count them as other funny people because they're comics. Right. So I'm going to go with, and this is really sounds egotistical, but the one thing that keeps me going in comedy, and I always say to young comics, if other comics think you're funny, you're doing something right, so keep doing it. And I have to say, overwhelmingly. At least the times it's been impactful for me has been when other funny people think I'm funny. Now, I'm not saying that exclusively, but that resonates with me. So I'm going to say other funny people. And I don't mean to pigeonhole myself as a comics comic, but I'm going to say other funny people. I've already locked that in. Okay. I'm happy with that as an answer. That, I did you already like, pick that one for yeah, me? I did. Before I said anything? No, but like pretty much when you were making your mind up, I was like, I'm going to lock that in. Okay. I didn't even, I was like, this is where she's going okay. with this. Other funny people. She I, thinks other funny people think they're funny. I want. <laughs> oh, poor Jen. I want you to guess uh, on another one. All right. Before uh, what, I say anything. What prop do you use? <laughs> now. <laughs> now Self-deprecation yeah. and other funny people. <laughs> I understand that this may be an area where you don't have anything. As huh. it turned out, Dave actually A had. speculum. Dave had one for this. He does? What does he use? Clown shoes. <laughs> Oh, because of his Because poster. of the podcast. Yeah, yeah they yeah, did yeah. clown shoes. So here are your options. Now, yeah. I understand that probably none of these are going to be the case, but you're going to have to choose but one regardless. philosophically, maybe one is close. Hats? Well, I love hats. Do you wear hats on stage ever? Sometimes. Oh, really? And I take Instagram. I'm a shopping person. I'm right. a fashion person. I like vintage shopping. So I bought a crazy hat in New Orleans, and I put it on Instagram, and I said, just let me have this until I meet my second and third husband. All right. It's like a crazy hat with feathers. All right. Well, my hat- but I don't wear it on stage. Hats may be the it's one. It's just sort of a persona. Uh, bowling pins? <laughs> no. Clown shoes? Nope. Wigs? Well, I did have a weave for a while. I did have extensions. Cane? I do tap dance. Tails? Nope. Ears? Nope. Nose? Nope. Dummies? Dummies? Like Yeah, like a Jeff Dunham style. Like, oh, you know, like a puppets. puppet. Okay. Well, hats is probably the closest hats. thing because I've worn a turban on stage yep. and been like, you know. so You wore a turban on stage? I bought a, a real cool turban in London, a jeweled turban. I wore it on stage one night and Jimmy Carter right before I went on stage. No, no, it was not like a turban, like a religious turban. It's like a, you know, these a fabulous women who wear, you know, kind of. Still. No, it's kind of feels like somebody wearing like an Indian headdress. No, no, no. Coachella. I'm going to show you a picture. It's a hat. Yeah. But Jimmy Carter right Did before I went up? on stage went, hey, Kirkman, this is why you're single. Okay, have a good set. And I was like, okay, I gotcha. I get it. I wear weird hats. <laughs> I'm like, so they're not intimidating? He's like, no, your hat's stupid. Yeah, it's a hat. Okay, all right. So cool. uh, who do you like to make fun of? Regular people. Celebrities? Oh. Ignorant people. 
<laughs> my significant other. Jesus Christ, lay off. Quiz. <laughs> Teenagers. Well. My parents. Well. Not my parents, your parents. Uh-huh. Rich people. Huh? Old people. No. Politicians. I wish. Mean people. Okay. I would love to be a political comic. One of my most, uh, let's say, the only clip on the internet that I don't hate is me doing this bit about teenagers. Okay. And it's uh, and it's in my book. I mean, I have to put that one. If I teenagers? don't, I'm being disingenuous. Okay. But I would like to think, but I also make fun of my parents and my but it's with love. Teenagers, I actually have an agenda. All right. So teenagers. Let's go with teenagers. Yeah. Uh, bef- what do you have to do before you go on? Nothing. Have a drink? No. Not at all? I can take it or leave it. Okay. Vocal exercises? I should, but I don't. Throw up? Nope. 20 push-ups? <laughs> no. Smoke a cigarette? Wish. Meditate? Mm. Listen to music? Mm. Eat something? Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. I'm always funny. I'm not that confident. But I would say it doesn't matter. I'm going to say meditate. And what was the other one right after it? Listen to music. It's either one of those. So maybe you can tell me. I don't meditate. But right before I go on, I just, I picture the whole. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to explain why it is meditation. I picture the entire audience in a white light. And I say, I hope everyone had an easy time parking. I hope they have plenty of money to pay the ticket and the drinks and they're not stressed out tonight. I hope they are just ready to laugh and just enjoying life. And I hope they're here with love and I'm going to come at them with love and we're going to have a good time. All right. But in my hotel room, I listen to music while I put on my makeup, but then I get to the club. Okay. Meditate. meditate. Fuck. What do you do if you're bombing? Uh, Talk to the audience. Ignore it. <laughs> Ignore it. Relax. What well, depends? Everybody relax. Okay. Everybody Try relax. harder. No. Apologize. Mm? Say something crazy. Well, all of it. Get aggressive. What? Laugh at myself. Mm? All of it. Go back to old jokes. All of yes. Or run. Everything but run. Will you tell me what I do? What do you think I do? Well, I know I, you've never seen me do stand up. Really? No, not really. Um, I would say you... You saw me do my crazy podcast in Australia where you were like, what the fuck is this? I would say... <laughs> Don't sing it angry. You... Say something crazy? Talk to the audience. If I'm bombing, it depends. Yeah. Like in Ireland, I ignored it. Other times I'm like, excuse me. When I know they really love right. me and they haven't warmed up yet, yeah. I talk to them. When I'm really bombing, they hate me. Is there an option of like, just get through it? Well, I guess just get through it is go back to your old jokes maybe. Do you Let's just say like, go back to your old yeah. jokes. I think that's probably, I can't remember what I said, but go back to my old jokes is probably the most honest for me. Yeah. If you're really bombing, you just tend to just go to some old yeah. stuff, trot through it, stuff you know that's going to work. Bombing in LA, you can be honest. Hey guys, I'm bombing. You get all like introspective about it. I've never really? bombed in LA, but I've heard that. Oh, well, good about. for you. Bombing on the road, real bombing, you go back to the old jokes. Uh, what did it feel like the first time you got a laugh? When was the first time you did a gig? What was your first gig? 1997, July. Whereabouts? The Green Street Grill in Massachusetts, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Five minutes open mic sort of spot? Is that uh, what it was? Do you know Eugene Merman? Did I tell you this? I, well, I know Eugene Merman. He, yep. he, he gave me my first spot. It was a booked open mic, kind of a storytelling show, or kind of a anything goes comedy show. Um, about 10 minutes. Okay. So, like you knew what you were doing? Mm-hmm. Like a rush? Mm-hmm. Like love? Like you were more attractive? 
<laughs> like you had won, mm. like you wanted more of it, mm. a relief, like a drug, no, like you were in charge. I'm going to say it's either like love or the, what was the one before it? Like I knew what I was doing. A rush. Like a rush. Or no, 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 like no, you like knew what you were doing. That was the first one. Let me tell you really quick. I wrote a bunch of jokes to do uh-huh. my first time I did Santa. And once I got there, I realized this isn't what I want to say. And I started confessing that I was actually a virgin when I graduated high school, uh-huh. but pretended I wasn't in uh-huh. college. Sure. And instead of it helping me get laid, it gave me a reputation as being so good at sex that no one would have sex oh, with me. Oh, no one wanted to have a shot of the title. They actually were intimidated. They were intimidated. <laughs> but I swear to God, that's actually true. And this girl in my dorm announced, I'm a virgin. And everyone rallied around her and she got laid within 24 hours. People and it took like, me well, another year. We'll do year. something about this. It took me another year. So when I told the story, oh, wow. I was so relieved that everyone was laughing because I meant it meant to me they understand. Uh-huh. So I felt like, I do know what I'm doing. I'm good at this comedy right. stuff, but it also felt like love. Which one would you say? I'm going to say like you knew what you were okay. doing. Um, what would you call your comedy club? Have you ever fantasized about owning a comedy club, running a comedy club, yes. having your own? Yes, Okay. Uh, I forgot. I used to have a name too and I forget. Oh, really? Okay, go on. Yeah. Um, well, uh, here are your choices. Okay. Oh, I love them. Precious Roy's Joke Emporium. The Brew Ha Ha Ha, Mm-mm. The Funny Factory, Live Ladies, Laughs and Liverwurst, Seizures Palace, <laughs> like having a seizure, <laughs> Chortle, The Champagne Room, Ooh. Funny Business, mm-hmm. or My Mum's Basement. You know, the champagne room's appealing because I love champagne. Right. I laughed really hard at that fucking pun. And my mom's basement seems like a cool name for a show, not uh-huh. a place. Do I go with what made me fucking belly laugh? Seizures Bells? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Oh, no, this is like, I, I, well, I've already locked it in, so you have Do to you be this person. Do you think that I would call that yeah, over you my mom's at basement? No, I'm going to go with Seizures Bells. I don't think, okay. I like this. This is, You've actually, of the three that have been done so far, which is me, Dave, and you, mm-hmm. I feel like yours is at least in the zone where you're like, Oh no, this is like so. Mine was Steve Martin, which is nothing like me. Oh yeah. Days was da- Days was Jerry Seinfeld, which to be honest is not much like Dave. Nothing. Right. Yours. Oh well, we'll see how you feel about this. But yours, I think, is in. Oh, a was gr- the answer already yeah, here? Yeah. The answer. Now, would here. Seizures Palace over my mom's basement make a difference? I don't know. Can you switch it and just no. see? Okay. Because I really think I would call it my mom's basement, but Seizures Palace made me laugh. Hang on. You know what? We can just. We can just quickly go through it all again because we know what well, the answers are. Well, who was are. that? Who was that? No, we'll, we'll compare the two. But so you know who it difference. is? I know okay. who it is already. So just do everything I said. Yeah, and I'm going to quickly go. Okay, okay so what sort of jokes do you tell when we, we're self-deprecating? self-deprecating. Uh, the second one was who thinks you're funny. Other which funny was people. Other funny people. Uh, the third one was what props do you use? And we went with hats. Hats. Uh, the next one was uh, who do you like make fun of, and we went with teenagers. teenagers. Um, well done. This also proves it's authentic. So uh, what do you do before you go on? Meditate. We want to meditate. And what do you do if you're bombing? Tell we the said, old jokes. Tell the old jokes. Yep, that makes sense. And what did you do the first time you got laugh? It was like uh, it felt like I knew, like you doing. knew what you were doing. And what would you call your comedy club? We're my gonna, mom's basement. You call it me, your yeah. mom's basement. And we will... No, exactly the same answer. Oh, wonderful. 
So Bob. that last Who one. Who is it? Um, is it a man? That last. No, it's a woman. So that's really? a good start. So, you know what? That's interesting I to me. I wanted it to be Chris Rock. No, but you know what? It's interesting to me that both Dave and I got men and you got a woman. Yeah, I'm like annoying in a weird sexist way. Oh. Is it someone annoying? No. It's not Janine Garofalo, is it? No, it's not. Some people think you're a little rough around the edges because you yeah, like to violate taboos. Oh, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> what else do you do with them? <laughs> but they don't know how sensitive and vulnerable you are They underneath. don't. You're don't be afraid. I'm not. To let them see. I will let you them see. You got <laughs> Judy Tanuna. Sarah Silverman. Oh, that's perfect. That's good, all right? But you know what's so interesting about that? We are so different. Right. But but at the same time. In our like, delivery right. in our but, but that's like that actually to me goes, well, okay, that I can see how that The only reason I'm excited about it is because I think she's amazing she's and I love her Sarah and Silverman. I like her as a person too, but I would never accept that answer because of the self-deprecation and the hats. Right. I, she's, I'm terrible. Ne- neither would she. That's why. I am, I am terrible. She does like do stuff with taboos and I am nothing but just, you know, hey, blah, blah. I'm, oh, teenagers are crazy. Like, well, teenagers, I'm a though. hack. She's amazing. <laughs> so this is, you know, but that's, that's pretty cool. I there wonder if she would say, I wonder if Sarah took the quiz. Because I didn't know that you could know someone. Well, like Jerry I, and Steve Martin are, you know what I mean? She's also going right. to go down in history, but she hasn't yet because she's yeah, so you're you know, saying, a couple you're, years you're older like, than me and a friend of mine. Right. Yeah. So this Jerry Seinfeld, Steve Martin, like what? You're like someone, you're like, hey, Sarah, you're on this quiz. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'd love her to you're take doing, it. You're doing better than I uh, thought you were doing. You're I'd actually, you're actually one of the answers. <laughs> you could get yourself. I mean, that would be more interesting if I did it with her. Not more interesting. I don't mean to well, diminish listen, you. Listen, I'm sorry. This, this is been, what you got. This is no, what you got tonight. <laughs> this has been excellently interesting. I don't mean to... No, I'm kidding. But it way. would be cool to see but if she got herself. it would be herself. interesting to see if she got herself. She if probably I could, wouldn't. Or if I could do anything. this with Jerry Seinfeld or Steve Martin. How did you get Steve Martin? <laughs> How did I? Did you go somewhere wrong around like... I don't like know. Like you're such a... I would think you would get like Dave Chappelle or... Chris well, Rock or and something. And Dave Chappelle is one of the ones you can get too, but I did not get You tell honest Dave stories Chappelle. about your life yeah. and then you do some kind of, you know, social I'm commentary. certainly nothing Steve like Martin Steve Martin. Steve Martin is like, I have an arrow in my... I yeah. didn't even like his comedy growing up. No, no, I'm no, not no. one of the people that cites him. Oh, no. I, yeah, I get him as being like one of the massive comedy stars of all time and I yep, love Steve Martin, but, I don't but he has at all. absolutely no influence on my comedy career in any way. Unless you found out he like put money in your bank account that you didn't know about like there would be no reason he influences you my god imagine if that was the case so why is there all this money mike so yeah we should finish conclusion but this brings us to a good point because you mentioned the idea of like if one day i discovered steve martin had put money in my bank account it brings me to this idea of robin williams now I, I was listening. Oh, sure. I was listening to your podcast recently about when you talked about Robin touching. Williams, which is fantastic. I know a very touching as a friend that you listen. I'm not, <laughs> not like, and the podcast is very touching. You know what? I mean, I'm touched. It actually that you did. Sa- it actually did sound like that. I know. It, it sounded that's like you I, were I, giving yourself like it was a very touching, <laughs> very no, touching. No, it wasn't. That's what I was trying to tell you. Uh, it was a yeah. rambling as any episode. I was like, I met him once. Was it 2010 or 2011? And people were always screaming, "Who gives a fuck? What happened?" I'm like, you know what it was? It was. It was a Thursday. Who? It was a I think it was a Wednesday. I think it was a Tuesday. Like, who cares? It Jen? did. It did come across when you just said that. Then that was like, I. But I. I get why you had to like say what you just said then. Yeah. Because it was essentially the equivalent of like me saying, "I heard your uh, podcast <laughs> about Robin Williams," and you go, "Great tribute he got." <laughs> <laughs> Only one that really summed him oh, up. Oh, beautiful. <laughs>
beautiful. He was a great man. Full speech. No, but no, I meant it's touching that you, uh, someone I'm a fan of podcastingly listens to my podcast. So you listen, I mean, well, as you you listen should. to my podcast sometimes. So, I, 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 so you know, to I'm every not, episode. Right. Don't try to act like I listen as little to yours as you do to mine. I am an every episode listener now. All right. So Until, uh, I was listening to your podcast. <laughs> yes. And you were talking about Robin Williams. Did you fast Williams. forward until you thought you heard your name? No. Be honest. Oh, hang on. I'm just kidding. I thought Williams. Oh, man, my name's Williams. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's the one episode I listened to. It started with, yeah. then I realized, okay, yeah. Uh, no, the thing that I found most interesting about Robin, the tragedy of what happened to Robin Williams is that so many stories came out mm-hmm. about him off stage just being so helpful to people. Yeah. Like, you know, so many people had stories Everything about... Everything checked he, out. Like, paid for my... Like, you know, Jamie Kilstein told that story yeah. about, like, how he paid for his, like, fucking podcast, essentially, for no months. Idea. And, like, and like all these sort of things that he was just like, you know, I'm just going to, like, help some people in the quiet and not make a big deal about it. Yeah. And kind of, like, you know... And, like, everyone... Robin was clearly a person who had his flaws, like we all fucking do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had made his mistakes, but I... I they were uh, such personal life mistakes, right. he really never made And I like to think scale. about... I like, well, so what I like to do is talk to you about that because I have no personal experience with Robin, mm-hmm. apart from the fact that, like, anyone who's my age who does comedy... Mm-hmm. Part of the reason you did it has to do with Robin. Williams. Yeah. It's just impossible, almost, to be someone our age who does comedy who yeah. didn't at least like on the way through think that part of you know and even Robin without would, thinking about right. it he just was part of the it's like seeing a mountain and go i've seen a mountain before right. like he's well what was funny was on my podcast i was saying that i i turned down this interview with the an english newspaper because they only had three questions which was how did he influence your comedy how did he blah blah and i was like and I don't the think third one was what would you call your comedy club what would you call your comedy club <laughs> and oh my god it was <laughs> oh shit! I'm trying to do a Mork and Mindy pun. Mork's basement. No, I was trying to do Mork and and then something that rhymes with Mindy that means comedy, but I couldn't. Um, anyway, but I was right. saying on my podcast, which now have rethought about it, uh-huh. which I was saying he didn't influence my comedy because I feel like, in a defensive way, when people say who influenced your comedy, I feel like this is me being defensive. What they're asking is who who are you ripping off? Oh. So that's my problem. Oh, that's, that's interesting. I, I actually, yeah, I think that is but in your that, issue. in that way that because I... Because I don't think that, like... That's not what they mean. In the same way as, like, like most bands, like, would cite the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or the whatever. It means that you want to get into it. Right. Yeah. Well, I actually would It's like the famous story about the... Um, what was uh, the Velvet Underground? You know, the, the first album only sold like, you know, 5,000 copies, but literally everyone who bought the album went out and formed a band. Oh, that's you funny. Know, like, I didn't... I don't know that, but that, yeah. yeah. Well, I would say that he didn't influence me the way that Roseanne, Joan Rivers, uh, George Carlin, and Sam Kinison did. Those are my four people I remember thinking, Uh what is this job? I want to do this. Uh Because I didn't see Robin as a stand-up. I saw him on sitcoms. And I loved sitcom acting. I wanted to also be on sitcoms. But I didn't want to be him. He was so out there. It didn't dawn on me then to... Go, I want to do that. Well, I I think in some ways also, no one really thinks like, wanted to be literally yeah because no one thought they could be Robin. no no one could yeah there's no one that you go oh he's the new robin yeah no no one ever said that like one of the things that i found most interesting about tweeting like people were tweeting and 
we're an interesting community comedy because we're the first people to make fun of everyone, but we're one of our own and he yeah. felt like one of our own. Like to us. But before he died, I've seen people make fun right. of him. And, but to us, yeah. he was personal. Yeah. Like I think the, the, the reason that like the world saw him as this movie star, but and we're to like, him no, no, he, he was, was like one UCB. of us. He yeah. was like a comic. Like That's he was one him. of our people. Yeah. Like, you know, who He's in went our on tribe. and had this other thing, but he... And I don't think he would mind that we claimed ownership. No, of him no, I think he he would be like he considered Thank himself God. to to yeah, be. Yeah, I that. think he would be very relieved to know. Yeah, no, I I, I absolutely agree that's with that. What, that's I think what that the he was, was, like he was one of our people. A, comic, a comics comic. It was a loss to us and our community because we've. But the thing that makes him so great is of all the people you see, like you say, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, George Cullen, Bill Hicks, whoever, like yeah. whatever, Joan Rivers, whatever, whoever those people were, were, Roseanne, there were people that you can see who are like, oh yeah, they wanted to be the next Roseanne. But there's yeah. no one who's the next Robin because no. everyone went, oh no, 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 no. This no, is a, no we, I don't know what this can, is. This literally is more yeah. more. Well, the thing is, as I was thinking about it though, and I went and thought of, um, maybe he did influence me is you know how like uh there's all these um things you see on the internet like people start saying the same things uh like i call it regular people humor they might say like <laughs> i can't that's like the new okay, thing going sure. around. i can't or they say uh tmi too much information so there's ways just of, saying yeah just saying the worst there's ways of behaving whether you do it as a comic or a person that you don't know you got from him, sure. but you did. And I was thinking, after I, I re-listened to that episode to make sure that it made sense, and it didn't make sense, but I put it up anyway because I don't know how to edit. <laughs> and I was like, I can't re-record this. But I was like, I'm happy enough with it. Yeah. But I realized, oh, wait, all those weird things I do uh, on my podcast, I don't really do it in my act, but I'll go into these voices of like, and I'm, listen, I'm not saying I'm anything like him, but I do. I have these recurring characters in my podcast that don't introduce themselves. So I'll be talking and I'll be like, blah, blah, blah. And then someone's like, hey, I'm over here. And then someone's like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I, that's kind of what he would do right. in his act. Now, I don't do that in my stand-up. I never thought of him at all before. But perhaps watching Comic Relief as a kid, that got in my head. So one of the things I do is right. go into voices. And then one of the things I do is maybe uh, be a little too sincere and break it down like Whoopi Goldberg does. Like, of course, right. everybody influenced me without me knowing. I mean... The, so I, did, I, I wasn't ready to answer I that question. I mentioned this on the previous podcast that I um, talked about, Robin, but the, the thing for me is set list. When I do set list, like yes. when I'm in that moment where every idea is just coming into my head that's and I'm just I saying everything. Yeah. I was like, that's as close to what I feel like it would have. must feel like. Right. And those moments where you're in a riff or you're in a moment. Like I was doing the Scalage show the other day, like Scarborough Country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were asking me about a joke that I do in my act. And yeah. like, you know, something they'd seen me do and they wanted me to tell kind of like the premise of the joke. But I didn't want to like do a joke from my act on their podcast. Yeah, so instead what I did was kind right? of explained the premise and then we all riffed around the premise. Now, because I wasn't going to go to the jokes, but because you know the premise so well, we managed to riff this whole like three or four minute routine. That you never would have. That never I never would have thought yeah. of, which was is equally funny or like more funny or differently funny or whatever. Those moments, mm -hmm. you know, where it's all coming out and you're working with other people and you're bouncing off them and whatever, they were your Robin moments. The moments where you felt yeah. like something's fucking happening where here. Where someone that, says like, to you in an interview, where do you get your ideas? And you're like, I'm not trying I'm to sound cheesy. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. 
And I would assume uh, on a much faster level, you know, I kind of know where I get them. They drop in my head. I ruminate. But it's not even that. Like sometimes, but like he's I, going so. But fast. I did this thing, in, and so not everything he did was gold either. No, but it was, of course not. It was so charming and wonderful. Who cares if, I if did it landed every time? Set list in Edinburgh, like mm-hmm. a bunch of times. But one of the nights, and I explained this to the audience. But the topic was flint stoned, so like Flintstone okay, yeah. with, with a D on the end, and I literally like started this. Like I was doing this whole riff, and clearly in my head, I linked the idea of like. Flintstone, as in like it's the Flintstones, but they're like they're stone. stoned, yeah. right? That's like where I've gone with it, right? And I start this thing and I finish it with like so the punchline of the thing is like yabba dabba doobie. Oh, right? perfect. But when I started saying that sentence, you I didn't did know. not know how it was going to finish. That's funny because you're like, I did not know. Yeah, yeah. I started saying you're, the thing you're, and hoping. That by the end your of the started, fucking sentence. And your brain's like, I got this, but you don't know it yet. But it was like, literally, I said do yeah. before I thought of be. Yeah. Like, I was that far into that sentence yeah, yeah, yeah. before my brain went, oh, no, no, we got this. Like, we can take this, right? And then I had to explain that to the audience, of, like going, this is just what happened. Yeah. But th- that's what he seemed like all the time. All it the- seemed like he was always just like, well, I'll just start. And you know what I, I appreciate? And it will be great. And I know your your show that you work on is is different, but but having like for me working on a talk show and stuff, you know, you just go, oh god, like these people come on with their publicist and so what was making the movie like? It was wonderful. The family, the crew is a family, and you know, I learned a lot. I learned about ponies and they're good animals and you're like shut the and you see it again on Ellen the next day and this right. this guy you couldn't tell me about the movie Robin he just stands up like oh, hey, 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 hey. he's just dancing around being silly you're like thank god you're entertaining me like, like David Letterman said well, I just had to sit here and watch him spin around if people haven't seen that Letterman oh tribute. I'm bawling literally I could not get enough all I did last week was lay in bed and watch Robin Williams sobbing I'm like what is I didn't even know but also it me. was like when I saw Letterman do that thing, I, just, I was just like, it just makes me go, you're great. Yeah. And he was great. And you were all just great. Well done. Everything for, like, is great. Everything about this is great. I, but yeah. I don't know if you've seen the first Carson. I, I spoke about this on the last yes. one. But if people haven't yes. watched it. And I remember it from then, I Oh, when like, it happened. I don't but think even, I actually so, saw so what it, but you're I've saying, seen it before. But what you were saying before about anything that happened, like he's two minutes into his first Carson and, he's, and, and then, he's standing up and yeah. he's using the fucking out of shop boom mic as like yes. a prop. Like, you're on TV you're watching Carson you've watched that show for like 20 fucking years and you've never you've seen, never seen that microphone and like he, you've never seen the microphone did you see that moment and where he, he suddenly, addresses the audience and they have right. to light the audience and he goes oh bless you or whatever he's pretending right. he's like a revivalist or whatever it's amazing yeah and as someone who works this is a whole, my whole point I work on a fucking talk show how many times you have we pitched worked. something worked. worked how many times have we pitched something well what if the, the person comes out from the audience and then the boss goes, not Chelsea, but the bosses that make Chelsea, Chelsea. Well, the camera is going to have to turn around and then the right. lighting's going to ha- And we're like, oh, forget it. Forget it. I thought we could have some fun here. One time on the show, uh, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters and Nirvana yep. was the guest host. And he had Jack Black as the guest. And Jack Black, without telling anybody, instead of entering from backstage onto the stage, like every talk show guest, he <laughs> did like a reverse body surf and climbed from the back of the audience right. Over there, like he got passed over by the audience and tumbled onto the stage. 
And as my coworkers and I were watching it from the live feed on the monitor in our offices, we go, huh, imagine that. The camera's turned around and the lights were fine. Right. So you can do that. Yeah. But they just don't want us to because they're fucking lazy and everyone's lazy. And the, the, But Jack Black comes right. rolling around like very Robin Williams-esque. I'm sure if you said to him, is he an influence? He would have said, I don't Definitely. think so or no. Or Belu- I would say Belushi and like Yeah, but Williams. without thinking, like, but yeah, but he's influenced right. by, he's seen crazy shit moment. on talk shows, have right. a moment. And so you don't apologize. You don't ask. You just fucking go, I'm getting up and I'm going to roll this what I'm around the do. stage. Right. So I did a little thing on Chelsea this week, which I was doing in honor of my, in my head of Robin, mm. where I had my last round table appearance. And, but I, it was kind of planned. I told my boss, I said, look, I'm going to tap dance for Chelsea. And I don't want to hear the cameras can't this and the lighting can't that. I'm going to get up from the fucking round table and do this, but we're just not going to tell Chelsea because sure. I want her honest reaction. So I said, you know, it's been great being on the show. I don't know how to thank you. So I'm going to give you the gift of dance, which was that I gave her an awkward tap dance. But I got up from my seat and it was in my head, a little tribute to Robin. And I tap danced for her and she was dying because it was so stupid. Sure. And then I sat back down. But it was one of those things that I actually had to clear it with someone to move from one seat to the other. And I've worked there for seven fucking years. And I was terrified, like, oh, they're going to be mad, the lighting and the thing. And this guy who probably had a publicist or the very least a manager backstage going, now, Robin, when they ask you about Morgan Mindy, you say, it's great. I love it. And you know people were coaching him. And he just gets right. out there and he's like, blah. You know, it's one of my favorite. And fa- to see Carson laughing. It's one of my favorite bits of advice that I got early on. And it, this is not an original piece of advice, but I think it's a good piece of advice, which is somebody said to me very early on, they just said, Apologize. Oh, I knew you were going to say apologize that. Apologize and ask for permission. It's just better fucking, to apologize yeah. later than ask for permission. Yeah, just fucking do it. Trust your instincts. Work just all fucking cases. do it. It doesn't always. And you've got to be I willing. I'm back to right. raping but, someone. But, <laughs> I'm just, I just for the kids listening. What I want to say <laughs> is, these these should be things that you can apologize for, and people will be cool with them. So if you feel like it's something that an apology can't cover. Don't do it. For example, the aforementioned R word, then no, don't I, double. I came with that. But you're right. It, right. It's like the world's not going to end because you got up and revealed a boom mic on Johnny Carson. What's going to happen is everyone's going to talk about it the next day. And sadly, right. these days, it went viral. Or we do, we, talk, we uh, talk about it when we make our show. And it's one of our things that we come back to all the time is we measure our show not in last per minute or in like – we measure anything we call fuck me moments. We want oh, at okay. least we want at least three or four times while somebody's watching a, t- a half an hour TV program to sit there and go fuck me. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me, I didn't know that. Or fuck me, I can't believe he said that. Or, or fuck that, me, I can't, I can't believe that, that thing happened. But that's what you remember. Right. Nobody sits and watches a show and goes, well, that was consistently funny from start to finish. And this interview guest gave a great answer about... You know what I enjoy about that interview guest? They were consistent. (laughs) What I wanted to say, and I said it on my own podcast, but I'll I'll crystallize it with you, is, uh, and I don't mean to make this about myself, but I I feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong... Uh, Howard Stern talked about it, and I think you talked about it on your podcast that you weirdly had this Robin moment when you were walking home from set list or whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. Howard Stern was talking about, I don't know if you know about this, he had interviewed him 20 years ago, and he was, you know, Howard's very reflective, and he's in therapy and all this, but he was saying um, 20 years ago when he interviewed Robin, he was trying to be a shock jock and trying to be more interesting than the guest. Sure. So pummeling him. What do you mean? You you fucked the nanny. You, You left your wife, and... 
And he said that uh, the next day Robin did an interview in a magazine and Robin was like, I just had the worst time on Howard. You know, he was a, a jerk. And so Howard kept thinking over the years, I'm going to apologize and he never did. He said he was sitting down Monday after work, which was like 1 p.m. for him, which was, yeah, probably uh, 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Whatever, 10 a.m. Uh, West Coast time. So Robin was already dead. but For people been. who are following the timeline yeah. of this story. <laughs> well, Robin was already dead, but it hadn't been announced. Right. Flavor Flav has a clock. Flavor Flav that would he my can, husband, He's right across. Mr. Flav. Yeah, Mr. Flav. So Howard said he was Mr. writing. Mr. and Mrs. Flav. Howard said he thought of Robin. He had thought of him at least once a year. I'm going to reach out. Right. He wouldn't. That day he goes, I, I got to get this guy on my show. I'm going to reach out. And, and he started to compose an email to one of his agents. Like, I got to get his number. And his wife came in and was like, Robin Williams died. And he was like, I, I, I'm literally like, like, look at my computer as we speak. I'm ready. And he's like, I had this overwhelming vibe about Robin. Right. And I swear to you, I'm not lying. I sent you that email. Uh, I said, I'm, I hope Edinburgh's going well. Edinburgh. Uh, but more importantly, I just bombed in front of Yakov Smirnoff tonight. Right. Yeah. I was sending that as Robin Williams was right. killing himself. Now, I don't mean that has anything to do with it. But what was interesting was, and I said on my podcast, it, it really bummed me out to bomb in front of Yakov. And so then, explain to the Australian audience, because there will be people listening to this. Who, that don't who, know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because I'm a comedy fan. Yeah, yeah. But there would be plenty of people listening to this because Yakov Smirnov, like in Australia, is a person mm -hmm. that no one has okay. ever heard well, of. Well, my yet. whole point before I get into who he is, is yeah. that because he didn't exactly um, behave the same way Robin did backstage, I felt self-conscious bombing in front of this comedy icon. Sure. And I knew in his mind, since he hadn't, and there's nothing against him. I don't do it either. He hadn't taken the time to get to know anyone. All right. That he probably but, thought, oh, this girl's new and she sucks. But this, is, of, this is but an this experienced is also, comic who bombs. But also as the, uh, and yeah, I went and saw Celia Pacola's show and I hope that she wouldn't mind me saying this, Pacola, I should say that properly. Uh -huh. But, which is a fantastic show. It, it, it was nominated for the Barry, which is like the top prize in Melbourne. It's a fantastic show. I went and, saw, and I'd seen it in Melbourne previously. Uh -huh. I went and saw it again in Edinburgh. I saw it on the toughest night of the whole festival. Oh, okay, okay. And so afterwards, she was like, I wish she hadn't seen it on that night. Right. I said, of all people, I'm the best person to say yeah, it on that I night. Yeah, I get it. Because I've already seen you do it be great. Yeah. But even if I hadn't, like, I... I still know it's great. I, I know it's were, great and I know. don't really care. Like I, all I got out of that show was you did a really great job. Like as I said to her afterwards, I was like, you know what? You actually impressed me more because I saw you do a really great job in front of an audience that I knew. They didn't know, but I knew were fucking shit. Yeah. Like I was sitting there in the audience going, this is a fucking tough crowd and yeah. you're not dropping your head once. I'm not seeing it in your eyes. I was looking for it. You're like, I'm looking like, yeah, when is she going to like... We need to entertain yeah, ourselves right? when we're watching people. Right. <laughs> we need to really look deep. So it was the opposite of that. And the thing that I like have heard, I don't have a Robin story. Yeah. I, I don't have one. I have a bunch of almost Robin stories. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But I don't have one. But everyone I hear is about him taking the time to get to know people, to see people, to watch yeah. people, to blah, blah, blah. And I know that I don't do that don't to the point where people would say that. Like, no. I like to think that I am a person who watches a lot of people and goes to... But, no, you but die even, tonight, but you, that, that might not be your legacy. Right. It might be something else great, right. but that might not be it. Or something terrible. Or I don't know. His, his computer, no. But I, so when I got off stage, I remember thinking to myself, 
fuck. I, I just bombed in front, and I'll explain who Yaakov is, but I just bombed in front of this comedy icon. And then I remember thinking, you know, I really wish he took the time. I, I thought of Robin Williams. And I remember the, the biggest star I ever performed in front of who was cool, but uh, he'd seen me a bunch of times. He'd seen me do well. He'd seen me bomb. And every time he was cool about it, you know, I didn't elaborate right. on my podcast, but he'd definitely see me bomb sometimes and be like, hey, I get, right. you know, I know I'm bummed too. So cool. We've all I've already, I've already seen you before, so right. I got it. Like, I'll come backstage and fucking uh, bust on you because you bombed. And right. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this with him. But Yakov, unfortunately, did this cardinal sin I hate where he thought I was working at the improv. Ah. So, okay. and no offense, somebody no, no. somebody went up to him. Well, how would he know? The host of the show said, this is Jen. Sure. So he's probably thinking, why am I being introduced to this person? Right, she must work at the venue. She must work, yeah, but I'm sitting there writing notes. I mean, right. let's be honest, I'm sitting in the comics booth. Orders, drink orders. I'm writing drink orders. Many items, like jokes, chicken wings, barbecue wings. <laughs> but he goes, that oh, was your list. Your set that night was weirdly enough. A bucket I was of taking fries, down chicken wings, the food at him, two mojitos, <laughs> two drink minimum. But he goes, he goes. Do you know when the light is? And I was like, no. And he goes, oh, sorry. But he immediately knew. Oh, I'm sorry. Whatever. But anyway, for anyone who doesn't know, Yakov Smirnov is a Russian comedian yep. who became famous during the Cold War between the United States and Russia in yep. the, what, mid-80s, 85? Uh -huh. Sure. So this amazing opportunity. 85 is the year that Dolph Lundgren uh, <laughs> abused someone. <laughs> he didn't abuse anyone, did he? I thought you it read. It was his parents. No, no, no. It wasn't Re him. Everyone rewind. I thought you said his subsequent abuse of one of his No, no, no. It was his parents. Girlfriends no, because his, of his parents. his dad was abusive. And he no, he was fine. Abusive? No, no, he's I fine. I think we're going to have to go to the tapes. No, no, he's fine. The audience will go to the tapes. I'm going to go to Wikipedia. We, yeah, I read it. Know. I'm pretty sure that I'm right. I think I heard it. You might have heard it, but that's <laughs> oh, not what I said. <laughs> well, that's why you can't hold a guy, right, Jen? You're always hearing things that they're not saying. I'm assuming all men are abusive. Right. And, <laughs> and I, wish, I wish you would stop correcting me. You said you want to listen, and here you go, just telling me men aren't abusive when I know they are. All men are rapists. Ladies. Particularly you, Dolph Lundgren. Ladies, tweet at me if Will is a rapist, and let me know your stories. Hashtag yes or Dolphs. <laughs> Hashtag what? Yes or Dolphs. <laughs> Some Dolphs are cool. I nah. There's right, two, so Dolph Lundgren and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> you two Dolphs. And Dolphins, like you said before. Oh, uh, Dolphins. Which actually are weirdly rapists. Did you know that? Oh, not not weirdly. Oh, they are rapists. Oh, yeah, okay, so you know yeah, that, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Yakov was a big deal in the eighties. He was a uh, is a great WTF with Mark Maron. You can mm -hmm. listen to it. But he was literally just you know for his own lucky sake became a, a household name in the eighties in America. Yeah, because as a he was. Guy. It would be the equivalent of there was a, like a massive like Iraqi or Afghanistani exactly. comic like now, like a med who was doing like a bomb strapped. Yeah. Him. Not in a rude way, but no, I'm no, just saying, but, like, yeah. yeah, he he was he was without props or anything, just like very innocent. Like, I'm from Russia, and all we heard was the propaganda of right. like, yeah, it sucks over there. They're in bread lines. He's like, in Russia, bread waits for you. You don't wait for bread. What? In some ways, it like I mean, and not to be disrespectful to him because I don't know him and he's not part of my cultural heritage. Yeah, but in some ways, from what I know about it. And again, it was a different time and I'm not accusing him of being this thing, but the reason it worked was it was kind of like an Uncle Tommy sort of thing. Like yeah. he was America's he was selling Russia. It out. 
Like he was like he was selling it. Up none of it was like provoking Americans that maybe the Russian way of life might be better than the American way yeah, of life. Yeah, it wasn't right? like, it wasn't there's, like there's, there's some good stuff about here's communism. some things you guys should like. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, he was basically like a right. wide-eyed. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. What a country! And that yeah. was literally right. his, that was his catchphrase. That was his catchphrase, yeah. as, as the kids would say now. His hashtag, but yeah. what a country! And I think he made hashtag fun of what America. a country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America a little bit. I feel like I don't have any examples. Yeah, but I feel like it'd be like McDonald's in every corner. What a country! Like. Yeah. Perhaps like it would be like tongue in cheek, sort of making fun of, rather yeah. than like in a way that people can handle. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, he was huge. Yeah. And one of the most interesting things he said on Mark Maron's podcast was, when the Cold War ended, David Letterman did a top ten list of ways that affects life in America, right. and one of them was it ends Yakov Smirnov's career. Right. And he actually said, no, it actually fucking. But it did. did. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was such a. There's big this guy deal. in Australia called Anthony Aykroyd who did a great impression. Oh, Dan's brother. Yeah, Dan no, Aykroyd's brother, Anthony. <laughs> Weirdly Australian. Lives down under. Okay. No, it's the down under version. It's yeah. a spinoff. Okay, he just wears a thong. Yeah. <laughs> Big cowboy hat. Um, so no, uh, Anthony Aykroyd uh, did an impression of our former Prime Minister, Kevin Rudd. And mm. it was a very popular and accurate impression. And it was one of those things when Kevin Rudd like lost the election, there was a certain part of the comedy community that was like, I mean, this is bad news for Anthony. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is like, he's had a good couple of years. It's like our George and W. Bush like, yeah. for many people. Right. Even people that don't impersonate him but just talk about him, you're like, oh. Yeah. There goes that material. Yeah. Well, long story short, he's, 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 he's pro- Yakov Smirnov is probably no comedian's cup of tea. Right. He is not anyone we would cite. As There's not a modern day person who's like, I, I really got into comedy because of Yakov. I don't think so. Yeah. I think he's kind of the regular people. Sure. comedian. He's like yeah. a comedian comedian but at the same time you recognize he was as iconic as mork yeah as you know whatever so for him to watch me you know he probably hasn't been around in a while he's probably as insecure as all of us like will i be funny whatever but the point is i didn't have a moment with him where i got to meet him and be like listen i'm just like you i'm trying we're the same we're just doing our thing but it was part of me that was like oh my god little jen kirkman from needham massachusetts was watching Johnny Carson, saw this guy from Russia, which is just like, where is that? Right. And now we're both at the same place trying out new stuff. Right. Can you imagine, like, That's when insane. you were a kid? But, the, but it's also Like, that, Jen, you do this for a living. I didn't know right. that was a job. Yeah, you're going to find yeah. out later it is, and then he's going to yeah. be in the same place you are, and you're going to be... But wait, yeah. what? How no, does that happen? On. Let's go on this journey. Hey, yeah. Jen Kirkman, who's like, how old are you when you're watching this, do you think? It's eight. Okay, little eight-year-old Jen Kirkman who has no idea what she's going to do for her job, right? Mm-hmm. In the future, mm-hmm. you sitting at home watching this, like, guy on TV, you are going to work in that industry. Not only are you going to work in that industry, but you're actually going to meet this person you are currently working on TV. And here's the kicker. You are going to suck. <laughs> I think I would have just, like, been like, No. No. Is your vision of Christmas future? You're gonna suck in front of this. Sounds person. good. Like, yeah. Oh no. Okay. Oh, maybe I'll on. just sell car insurance. Oh, so I made him. This is the best life. Oh, it goes terribly. Okay. No, I can't handle it. I'm eight. Why he are think, you telling hang me? Hang on. This? He thinks I work at the club. Wait. Wait a minute. Is he sexist? <laughs> yes, on women. Is there the internet? I have a hashtag. Yeah, What's a there, hashtag? What's I just hashtag? thought of it. <laughs> but I'm just like. Okay, but that, as I said about Robin, it wasn't like like my mother, who's uh, you know completely out of her mind in a lovely way, overly supportive. You made it. 
No, I didn't make it. Robin came down to my level. He right. went to UCB Theater. Oh, yeah. I didn't go to the Oscars sure. and win Goodwill Hunting. You know, so in her, in in someone like my mom's mind or someone I grew up with, they'd be like, "Wow, you made it! You're in the same room with right. them." And I'm like, "No, it's important for you to understand this. I didn't make it, and that's why it's so cool. They're in the same room as me." That's the point. Right. It's but, not like I got into rarefied air. They got into it and they came back down where they didn't need the oxygen. Yeah, but he's, uh, No, I'm not I saying mean, I didn't do well for no, myself. No, no. But here's the thing that I would say about that is, and I think this is why so many comedians responded so much to Robin because, and I might be wrong about this. I don't want to talk about like hashtag yes, all comedians. No, but oh my God. Right? Oh like, my God. Do you know how much I was holding that in? And I'm like, he's about to say something so sincere, but do you know, I just want to say to him, hashtag yes, all comedians. I need to say this to him. And I was a, do you believe me? I was about to say it, but I'm like, I can't be that interrupting podcast dick. But I was oh, literally no, about to be like, podcast. how did we not do yes, right, all yes, comedians? All comedians. How did, <laughs> I swear to God in my life, may I die in my sleep, which I'm sure I will someday, but tonight, may I die in my sleep if I'm lying? I, I was thinking. I that. think that we, our community, if I'm going to speak on a very broad sense, mm-hmm. I think that one of... The, the problem with comedians or the great thing about comedians, depending on your perspective, is that... I'm going to say it's the great thing. I am... No, no, no. Because I, I am I, diehard I, I, I on I think our it's side. a bit of both. Okay. Which is we always think we're the coolest people in the room. We are. Because there's no one that we can't bring down. There's no one that we can't hang shit on. There's no one like... People are... In, it's the we same, are. It's the same reason that someone's like... When I did that like conference down in Silicon Valley, half the people were paranoid because I was being interviewed by a comedian because there's something about that sentence yeah. that puts people on edge. And it sucks because oh, you feel alienated. You're right. like, no, I can be cool. I can, yeah, I'll I can be fine. Be nice. I can operate in normal society. Like, but then you're like, when you don't want to, you're like, I man. can't and fuck you. Yeah, you fuck know? you. I'm a comedian. But that's what the job is. We think we're the coolest people, but in the broader society, we're not. Like in the status symbol, like, I mean, obviously there are plenty of comedians who are Yeah, like Anna Winter's not stars, inviting us to the Met Ball right. Vogue Gala. We're not like Whatever it beautiful is. people of... And uh, not that we'd want to fucking go anyway, but uh, the I point is, do, well, yeah. yeah, but you want to go and then kind of shit on half the people who are there, right? You bet I do. And yeah. then wear my hat. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what we are. Yeah. We're these weird people who are conflicted between those like, two please worlds. Please accept me, but we're let me in- decide if I yeah. take the acceptance. Yeah. We want all of you to love us, but then we're going to judge wh- which of you we love. And also, don't try to joke with us because your little jokes you right. do, live, laugh, love, and TMI, yeah. no, no. Don't oh, try to make me and laugh. Also, don't try to make the clown hashtag laugh. Hashtag BTW. Hashtag, by the way. <laughs> um, hashtag FML. Fuck my life. I just found out about that. But we are also the sort of people that like... Uh, the most sensitive to criticism and the easiest to dish out criticism. Hello. Like, right? Yeah. So, but I always say to people, that's the flip side. That's right. what makes me funny. I'm very sensitive. Right. But but that is it. You're sensitive to other people's things and to your own to things, my own. right? We're all of those when things. When people go, you seem angry, I go, you yeah. fucking bet I am. And that's also what makes me funny. Not anger, but the flip side of anger. The reason I think that Robin has affected us so much. Mm-hmm. And this is, I honestly believe this is true, is he's a guy who got all those other things. He, he got won all an the validation. Oscar. Yeah. He was like, you know, he was a big movie star. He was a big TV star. But he still believed that the real way that we prove that we are funny 
is by doing it live and bringing it in the club and being in the back room and being part of the scene. It's a thing that I... And even being part of a scene that you're not in anymore. Right. The younger scene, which can be very intimidating, like, what the fuck is this? I don't get what these kids right. are saying. Like, I don't even do that. And, no, no, and he but, was way far removed than, right. than I am. But that's... We all know, and this is the thing that I kind of... Sometimes people like... Like people who don't understand me or what drives me, mm. like I'll often get asked, like the idea at home, like that I'm taking a year off fucking my television show oh, to sure. come and like you know, mm-hmm. like do tiny little gigs for no fucking money. Like it, people don't understand that, but like that's the thing that I think. I don't think I share his talent. I don't think I share no. like I can't act. I can't do what he did. No. But the thing that I share that I think that he had was that he believed that that being in front of an audience with a microphone in that moment was, that was it. That's as good as it can be. This is just reminds me, that's why I brought up my gynecologist, is when I went to do <laughs> See, my, it all comes together. When I went to do my <laughs> pee test, there, the bathroom is not in the office, so I had to go oh, yeah. Through to somewhere. a public bathroom. With a container. Yeah, with a container. When now, I hang on. Out, can I ask you a question? Again, uh-huh. I know we've got quite, kind of gynecological on this, but... When a woman needs to pee into like a cup. How does she do it? Right. Because yet you're not allowed to get like from the start, right? You have to get midstream, right? Yeah, so you pee a little. You can stop it. But how accurate? I mean, I'm not, I've never really seen a woman pee. Okay, well, you're not going to tonight. That's what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. That's what okay, I was going to ask. Apparently the podcast just like, cuts out. Hang on, what? <laughs> just like, <laughs> this white noise. And then it just goes immediately so, okay. to white noise. So you're wondering if we I've can I've never stop. seen a woman pay white noise. <laughs> And I never podcast again. Like, never, ever. I never. Like, I'm not, I, I don't I either. I leave comedy. No, me too. <laughs> neither we of us, both do. Neither of us ever speak again. <laughs> to anybody. Not even each other. Right. But to anybody. Literally both take vows of silence. <laughs> but do you mean, can we stop our own stream? Is that what you mean? I was of the opinion or the uh, impression. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't as accurate as like kind of like because a man pain comes out of like a tiny little like hole. Oh yeah, in the we end have of more of a bigger where it's more geyser. Of a, like a geyser thing. Geyser well, wasn't know. the word I would have gone with, but seeing you <laughs> oh. went with it, I, <laughs> I, I just I jumped compared in compared to a pee. But yeah, because you got this tiny little cup. Is it like a like how accurate is that? No, operation? we can. We know it can absolutely stream into yeah, the cup, okay. like pouring right. apple juice into so a fine. cup. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. Okay. The one thing they say is like. Don't scrape it against your leg. Don't let your skin get on the okay. the rim of the cup. Sure. So so you still have to have so it like away kind of from. Squat a little yeah. pee, yeah. and then stop the stream, and then put it right under. And get it in still there. feels like to me. You still pee on your hands. Right. Yeah. You still pee on your well, hands. Well, because I was gonna say is like because your body it's in like it's inside you between your legs basically, whereas like yeah. a man's body has like a hose. You can point it. Like you've yeah. got like a. I've got a faucet. You just put it straight into the bucket. You've got a hose like, like a faucet. You have a thing that attaches to the faucet. You're essentially like you're on Survivor and you're trying to get a cup of water out of a waterfall. Exactly. Whereas like exactly. We've, like, we've got like a hose that we can fill. That's what makes with. my story even better. Right. Is I go to the public restroom that's near an elevator uh-huh. on the second floor of this kind of outdoor, if you picture an outdoor mall or something. Sure. So there's different storefronts. So I leave my gynecology storefront, go public restroom. I come out. Sure, there's pee on my hand. It's a, it's a jar of pee not inside when you come a, out surely well no i've washed it off yeah. you guess you're right but there's a jar of pee that's inside a box uh-huh. that you put it in so that they don't have to touch your pee right jar is the box all over. uh like it's a it's clear and plastic so you, so you can, can see, see the pee inside you absolutely can see okay. it. and the box has uh you know probably p 
pee on it too. You know, it doesn't look like it, but right. you can see right in. So I'm holding a urine sample blatantly sure. and it's, you know, I'm always dehydrated. So it's dark urine and just like, here's my dark urine. Really? Everybody. Oh yeah. I hate water. So it's just like, here's you my, hate water? here's my wine urine. Everybody. Right. So I'm, so Most I Most of your body is made up of the thing that you hate. That might be your issue. I hate myself. That's what people just say to you when you're like, I don't know why I didn't work out with this guy. Uh, that's because most of your body is made up by something that you hate. <laughs> He's not intimidated by you. Right. You're intimidated yeah. by yourself. You're self-loathing well, you because know. you're Whoa. 90% water. Don't go chasing waterfalls. So I come out of the bathroom. <laughs> All you need is some TLC. No, the opposite. I come out of the bathroom. This guy goes, I love your work. And I don't oh. think he's talking to me because no, no. no one really talks to me that way. Right, I go, sure. So I keep walking. He goes, hey, Jen? I go, yeah. He goes, I love your work. I go, oh, oh thank you. Hey. And he goes, what are you going to do when Chelsea Lately ends? I go, well, I'm holding my own urine, for example. Yeah, sure. I go, well, first of all, I'm holding my own urine. And this Did is you say that? Yeah, it was uncomfortable. I said something like, well, this is haha. And he goes, I love the show. I love the show. I go, well, do you love my work on the show? Is that what you know me from? He goes, yeah. I go, well, you know, I'm a stand-up, right? And he goes, no. And I go, yeah, no, that was, you know, I've always been a comic. That job afforded me, you know, a living. But I, you know, the writing was behind the scenes and that gave me some money. But the what you saw on television was me plugging gigs, so it was really a walking right. advertisement an for myself. Yeah. Um, so if you love me, this is great news because I live in LA. I perform in LA. Come and say the thing I'm actually really good at. Yeah. And he goes, uh, nah, yeah. I'm not that into it. Yeah. I go, so you just want to see me on that show? He goes, Yeah. I go, Yeah. yeah well, that's not happening anymore. I go, But there's other TV yeah. shows I do, and I do the stand up. He goes, nah. No. So then he kept asking, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, what right. are you going to do? Because uh, yeah. you're the one that's unaccepting I'm telling you what I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm I know I'm peeing right now into on. a box. Right. But before that. You know what? I'm going to give you half of this pee. <laughs> and you're going to go home. <laughs> you're going to think about this. But it was one of those things where I was like, yeah. you know what? I could never tell him what I'm going to do, which is I'm going to move to New York for seven weeks. And I'm going to pay two rents, one in LA, one in New York. Why am I moving to a fucking studio apartment in Brooklyn when I have this gorgeous right. fortress that I live in in LA? Because, because comedy, yeah. because I'm going to go up every night because sure. I need to make sure I'm the funniest I can be. Cause I've been very comfortable for a long time and not as comfortable as Robin ever got, but comfortable enough for me to where I've seen so many fucking sunny days here that I'm like, uh-uh, this isn't funny. This isn't funny and conducive. I need to be in the snow. I need to be, I need something. I need to see a cockroach, something. I've hey, got to be funny. After this podcast, would you like to go for a swim in my heated pool? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Unfortunately, it's in Sydney. Oh, the reason I'll I, get on a plane. Yeah. By the way, BT dubs TMI. <laughs> Hashtag. I feel like I'm going to start crying. Because I totally would. I, I want to live in Sydney. Okay. I know, I know. With Dolph Lundgren. Do you have a heated pool he used in Sydney? To live there. Wait, do you have a heated pool yeah, in Sydney? I have a heated pool. Are you fucking. You so, kept that from me? No, no, but this is what I'm saying is that. All right, by the way, do you need a pool cleaner? Right. I'll work for you. I'll no, put, take the leaves out of it. So this is, but this is what I was going to say to you is. That's not funny. It's, it's, your, it's your point of like going to New York and like, like, you know, you have this great place. I'm here. I mean, I'm not. This is your this, New York. This is my. That's this what is I think. a nice yeah. place, but I'm here because like I've. I'm know, in my Will Anderson right. months. Like, yeah, this is not a heated pool in Sydney. No. This is a gorgeous LA apartment. This is a lovely, nice but place, but not, it's not my place at I've home. I've been to Sydney. Right. I cried when I yeah. left because it was so beautiful. I couldn't take coming back to reality. I've never seen anything since. It's a great place. Like, no, it's unbelievable. As much as I try not to admit this out loud, having to spend six, seven months of my year out of Australia now, which is what I do, mm -hmm. like Australia, where like. 
the reason that I have everything that I have is because of Australia. Like the people of Australia are the reason that I have a house, that I've had a career, that I Absolutely. like, you know, the football team I support, that whatever is it's all there in Australia. My friends are there. And I try not to think about that too much because when you're trying to go off and do other things, if no, you, you get very too sad. much on those sort of things, it's sad. But it it's like you're saying, you're like, this other thing is more important to me than mm-hmm. all these it's more important. To and me. I know the only way I can tell if I'm funny is if right. I'm not struggling, but just getting d- getting hard. dirty, getting in the yeah. sandbox. And that's what he did. And I I don't think I ever questioned it or was like, what's he doing? He won an Oscar. I wasn't that like, you know, unsophisticated. But I, I remember thinking like, there was a part of us that, you know, we used to say, I feel really bad about it. But the year that he was going around and, and hanging out in comedy, uh, we were very cynical and we were saying things like, you know, he's about to go on, on an Australian tour. Right. Is he I wonder if he's pick up jokes or whatever. material because right. he had a reputation. Yeah. And I don't think he was now that no, I, no. The, the suicide informed kind of who he was, which was no, he was desperate to yeah. connect on He wanted level. to be back in the world back and back in the scene and like, you know, him and Dave Letterman and fucking those guys hanging out at the fucking comedy store yeah. and just being young and fresh and funny and... Well, that's what's so sad as I'm going back to New York. I'm like, oh my God, is the 40-year-old trying to go back to 27-year-old Jen? And then I go, yeah, yeah, no problem. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. God bless. I mean, do you imagine how many people we know that are 40? They're like, I'd love to be 27 for a day, but they can't because they have kids and a husband right. and thing. I'm, I you chose just, this life so I can do that. Right. And again, everyone's very intimidated. I've already got the newsletter from New York. They can't, the whole street I live on has just been evacuated as though it's fucking Hurricane Katrina. Right. The men are intimidated. Hurricane they Jen's go, coming oh my God, town. a girl who has yeah. rent in LA and New York is coming. Oh, hang fuck, on. we got to get the fuck hang out. On. She might be able to pay for half in of both her cities? Yeah. Oh, no. She's bi-coastal? We, we got to go. Hey, this is a new girl <laughs> in the neighborhood. She's bi Oh, really? Oh, Everyone in New cool. York's bi. No, no, she's bi-coastal. Oh, oh God. fuck that. I, I am intimidated. <laughs> I'm minimum wage up in here. I can't do that. All right, Jen anyway, Kirkman. Uh, where cheers. Can, where, where can people find you? When is this coming out? In four months or tomorrow? This has to come out right after Dave's because of the quiz. Well, And Robin and my gig in Sweden. Come on. I know you have a lot, but this is all timely. I talked about my last day at work. It's really birthday. timely. I mean, I could put it up tomorrow. No, but what about Dave's? No, Dave's already up. I put it up today. Oh, you did? So this would actually sit nicely next to Dave's. Yeah. The only issue I have with is that is that Dave's going to get mad. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Oh, that I have. I still have an episode of yours that I haven't put up yet from when we recorded it. I know, like but a week I think I was ago. drunk, making no sense. Oh yeah. Well, this will be better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're like three and a half hours into this podcast. But I think I'm drunk and making sense. I oh, know. The other we've, one, I was we've drunk done nothing no but sense. make sense. <laughs> The other one, don't you think I was making less sense? Or do, do is this bad? Should we not put this up? Put this up. You say I... this at the end of every episode. Should we not put this up? I put everything up. Um, so put this up before that one. That I'm gonna, one's well, a I'm going to put this up tomorrow. I'm well, going to put this one up tomorrow. Just before I leave. Yeah, no, I'm putting this one Monday. up tomorrow. Because it'll Dot come com. off the back of Dave, so it'll be perfect. Is, as long as Dave's cool with it, because you already called him guest Jen Kirkman. Oh, well, let's not mention that to Dave. Dave doesn't like to listen to the other episodes he's not on, so I'm oh, trying to keep doesn't? that as a secret, you know. Oh, okay. Right. Some people, well, here's the thing about this podcast. Uh, he's my favorite Which guest. I find interesting. Uh, one of my favorites as well, if not my favorite. I can't, it's fine, hard for me to say, Jen. Don't give me no, that No, you don't have to give me a favorite, but I want him no. to listen to mine. No, but I, I mean, he's my most regular guest. No, so, you guys are great. So people can 
take out of that whatever they want to take out of it. But he's the person that I have on the podcast the most. So yeah. you can make your own, draw your own conclusions from what people think about that. So obviously I'm very defensive of Dave and I think Dave's fantastic. Me too. People listen to the podcast in different ways. And I'm totally fine with that, as I've said before on the mm-hmm. podcast, but you don't need to tell me about it. If you like Jen's episodes, listen to Jen's episodes. If you like Dave's episodes, listen to Yeah, don't write, I love this, but I hate that. Listen to this person and more of this person. You know what? Get fucked. It's not a democracy. Right. This is the one time in, uh, what's it called? What's the opposite of democracy? Dictatorship? What a country. Whatever. Dictatorship? Yeah, dictatorship. An autocracy. This is a dictatorship communist country. It is. I am King (laughs) Jong-il. Uh, anyway, where can okay. people find you? I'm putting this up tomorrow. Where can people watch oh, okay, you? In well, Sweden, obviously, for your 40th. If Dolph Lundgren is listening to the podcast. No, Lundgren, I don't want that fucking guy with abuse issues. What about his son? Maybe he has like a cute son. I know, the son has a history of abuse issues. And he's too young. Uh, well, here's okay. where people can find me. I, I think they might like, if they like me. Yeah. Now, if they don't. You have a podcast. Yeah, it's if called they don't I, like I me, Fun. Yeah, if they don't like me, they'll hate it. If you like me. I would say listen to the Robin Williams one. It's fantastic. Well, what we, about the we, one you're on too? Oh, Live well, from I'm Australia. just on at the end. But well, Fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a podcast where I improvise. I talk off the top by of my yourself. head. By you myself. You talk by yourself. It's amazing. It's really interesting. Well, I'm a psycho. So I talk by myself. It's very intimidating to men. Mm. And I, uh, it's called I Seem Fun. It's on iTunes and all kinds of sh- shit. So I would say just go to my website, jenkirkman.com. You get the podcast. You get my sure. t-shirts. You get my tour dates. Dolph Lundgren. You get a, I guess I'm going to be married off to you, even right. though you have a history of abuse. Well, Jen, Jen Lundgren. That's like Kirkman. That's I didn't fine. change my name when I was married. Why Jen am I changing Kirkman it now? Lundgren. Why am I? Why am I <laughs> you're like doing a double barrel. Feminist? That's what you're going to do. You're going to do Jen. You're going to be Jen Kirkman Lundgren. JKL. JK Livin. Oh, JKL. Yeah, right. So you've already got that. So that works. All right. Yeah. JKL. Hashtag JKL. Hashtag JKL. Wait, we didn't talk about this really quick because it's oh, going to go on. up before the last about? episode. Yeah, of course. Why not? I, uh, and oh, we're talking about Dave and his girlfriend? I officially called off the so, Dave Navarro friendship. Yeah, that's in the next one. Yeah, it's in the next one, but, but uh, let's This just is like Star know. Wars. We're making a prequel yeah. to something Let's just let people yeah. know that I called off the yeah. Dave friendship. There's a, there's a, a tiny There's a reason that you'll hear about. Yeah, but you uh, sent me something that was like, hey, check out what his girlfriend posted. I'm like, Huh? Like, I didn't even know you followed Lexus Amanda on Twitter. Right. What like, I love the most about it. You're still in deep. Also, I'm over it. Well, I'm what done. I, well, what I love the most about it is, firstly, that I sent you a message that said, hey, Dave's girlfriend, like, is blah, blah, blah. And you were like, Dave, Dave Anthony's got a girlfriend? It's why like, are you so cool with it? He's got a wife. And why are you trying to hook up his girlfriend with photography subjects? <laughs> And I'm like, wait, you followed Dave Navarro's girlfriend on Twitter? Like, well, that's I next started level. following her when we started doing this like riff. And I, was I like, have I'm... never followed her. I only follow the spread group on Instagram. On Instagram. Well, I'm not really an Instagram guy, even though I have one now at Will Arias. Oh, you do? Yeah, but I don't really Are we? Well, I don't follow you. No, I, 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 like, I'm not very good at it. you got to get into it because I've there's put my toe Instagram into the people water, and but... there's Twitter people. Yeah, I know. And they are two different people. Right. Well, I think I'm a Twitter person, but I'm trying to dip my toe into No, but Instagram. your fans, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. I know. I, yeah. I, there's I, people I, that are like, I didn't know you were doing this. I'm like, I put it on yeah. Twitter. They're like, I don't do that. I'm like, well, that's why I've tried. But at the moment, here's the thing: so the much. Dave Navarro thing. In case anyone's like, "Oh my god, are they going to be friends by end of December?" Yeah, no, no, 
we've called I'm already off. moving yeah, and you're down. busy and yeah. we're he, done with it. he turned out to be a dick. Yeah. So goodbye. Drop marks. The, the, the old episode, they'll listen. Yeah. yeah drop them. They'll hear that. But she was uh, the other day tweeting about how uh, she was stuck in LA traffic and her solution to that was she wanted to take off her top. I think there's trouble in paradise. Oh, really? Cause, Why? Because she's tweeting. If yeah. you have a boyfriend, mm. unless you're like super sexual, yeah, she's I think never, she might be. No, I, I get that from her, yeah. but she's never done that. So, of course, once I found out what her Twitter was, right. I went back and looked. Yeah. And she wasn't being over overly sexual to the world right. since she's been dating uh, Navarro. So she was like, uh, LA traffic sucks. I'm so uncomfortable wearing clothes, so I just drive around naked. And I'm like, mm. she's putting it out there. Right. She's putting it out there. The uh-huh. sex has died down. Trouble in paradise. Something's happening. I'm just putting it out there as a, uh, you heard it here first, uh-huh. perhaps, maybe. Yeah. Pinterest is perhaps put in a six months out. when right. I'm with my predictions, right. they'll be breaking up. Exactly. Just saying. Oh my god! And everyone would be like, TMI, "Oh my god!" FML. You know what? If in six, it's not him. Here's what I would say. Also, it's by the way, Navarro. if in six months, if you're with your Claire Eastwood, and yeah. also that prediction comes true, which proves that the psychic, when they said you're a little bit psychic, is true. I hope it happens. I will start to believe that this shit is true. I hope it happens just so you have yeah. like a major turnaround, and your next show yeah. is called. What would it be called? Um, uh, so someone named Will finally believes in psychics and palm readers. And right. Um, uh, Will Willamosity? Have you will, done that? Will. Will. When there's a will, there's a way? Have you done that? No, I haven't done that one yet. Where there's a will, there's a way. Will. I don't know. I can't oh, I'm going to think of it later and right. I'll put it on You'll put that on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is not to overshadow Dave Anthony's. It's just to be a, compa- a companion. A companion. It's like a companion piece. It's like, a, yeah. The two, I, I'm going to throw myself out there right now. It's the, besides Dave, the American <laughs> second. What are you, what are you talking Charlie about? Carson. What are you? No, oh, I'm, I'm saying. Oh, you're it. promoting yourself. You're like, you want to be. I am, I'm not promoting. I'm, I'm saying what's obvious. Right. Dave is the most, and uh-huh. I think I'm the second, second most American. Okay. I have, or am I not? I don't know. You know, everyone on Twitter, you decide. It's up to you. Hit us up uh, if you're still listening at this point in the podcast. <laughs> if Robin Williams hadn't killed himself, he would. <laughs> that's not funny, but he would laugh at this. He would have already at this point. I love. This is what I love the most is we had a break, and we. But I don't even want to know how long this is gone. We've well, all I can tell you, I can't because I, I can't remember how long we did before we had a break. But I know we've done seventy minutes since we've come back. <laughs> so, what? It's supposed to be like ten. Is this two episodes? No, no, no. It's going to be just one. Okay, super I'm episode. Looking out for your. Be fine. I'm looking out for your bandwidth. But you know, whatever. Like, here's the thing I think about podcasts: is that they're podcasts. Yeah, pause Listen, it if you need to. Pause it. You're the master of your own de- density. <laughs> oh my Can god! Can you call this episode "Pause It" if you need to? P A W S. Pause it. If but we you didn't need talk to. about cats. But. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call it director video. No, I, you should call it that. Yeah, director video. That was my favorite yeah, moment. I, I, I still I still enjoyed when you were guessing about like critically acclaimed and the expression was like, director video. <laughs> and we've already started reminiscing about a podcast we taped like the more, more like the most 
We're like, Robin Williams never bragged about an Oscar. We're reminiscing about a podcast. This podcast. On the podcast. Not a podcast. Like, we've this never, podcast. we've not learned anything from this man. What are we like, dicks. This is like the, <laughs> this is like the last scene of the Cosby show where we like gather around and we remember what the lesson was we learned from earlier in the podcast. And the lesson is that not all gynecologist males are pervs. Right. Exactly. Great message. Hey, uh, guys, if you want to find out about me, uh, I'm touring all around America in whole, like, I'm going to Bellevue, which is in, like, near Seattle. I'm at Parlor Live <laughs> in Bellevue. I am, I can't remember any of these places I'm at, Jen. Dallas. I'm like going to me. Dallas. Are you going to Hyenas or Addison? Yeah, sure. Hyenas in oh, Dallas. Yeah. When? I'm going, I don't know. I'm going to um, Denver, Comedy Works. <laughs> I'm literally guessing at these now. I'm going back to Cleveland, hilarities. Me too. I'm going to uh, Helium in Portland. Philadelphia. Okay. I am going to uh, at least another place, Chicago and Rosemont. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> one of those clubs. Sure. In those pl- Zanies. 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 That's in a good Chicago one. Chicago and, and Rosemont. There may be somewhere else. My point is. Right, yeah. Just go to the fucking website. Check my fucking details. And, but if you're in America and you would like me to go come to Go to checkmydeets.com and get all of Will's But dates. also, call your local comedy club. Let them know that you're like fucking Will Anderson to come down. Or Jen Kirkman. Maybe a double bill. You know what we'd like? A Wait, double why headliner. am I splitting my money now, Cindy? Oh, hang on. Well, I'll, I'll do fucking feature. I'll feature for you then on the road. No, you can't be, you can't be follow funnier me. than <laughs> You've got an accent and shit. It's the You Can't Follow Me tour. I'm getting paid nothing, but it's a lot of props. But I'm I come like, out and do an night. hour where I get yeah. paid more, but I'm just miserable. Right. Oh, you like his accent? <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. Hey. Comedy, hey, whatever you're dating, are you not? Da- oh, I could do that too. They're like, what the fuck is she so mad about? <laughs> I just come out defensive. And then I'll just come out at the end and I go, I'm so sorry, I'm just intimidated by her. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs>